Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. And we are live. Um, I usually do the no one likes us, let him come song. Sorry, not no one likes us, but to give it a couple of minutes to build. So at the minute, I should have done that maybe, but I don't only do that on match days. So at the minute, I can't see anyone that's live. Oh, it's 22 people watching. So we'll give it a little minute, little minute. Play no one likes us clothing ad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, but- mate, we got we got to film another one of them ASAP because I cringe harder now. It is so brilliant. Slow shake. I just look so awkward in it, man. Oh, obviously, you look. You played the part well. You didn't look awkward. I get nothing but abuse off them. We're in. We're in. We us four. Us four have been here for a long time. We've been. Having a bit of banter that will stay amongst that group. But um, welcome to the Den Debate, the fourth instalment. It's been a while, boys. <clears throat> Kenny, Kieran, Joseph. How are we all, boys? Good, good mate. Thank you. Very good. A few, few people nursing injuries, a few people, myself included. Kenny's on Cocodamo and Lucasade. Joe's <laughs> feeling well. Kieran's only well one. We'll touch wood right. anyway. I won't speak too soon. Well, listen, injuries might be in place, but spirits are up, boys. We're on the up. Finally. Uh, the last podcast we did, Kenny, I think you was in that one with me. Uh, Joe was in the first one. Kieran, you was in the second. So you boys not been on together yet, have you? No. no. But no. since um, that's happened, this has happened. Our last five league results. Things are on the up, basically. Um, what's changed, Kia? What's changed for you? You wasn't row it out, was you? But you was, no. you was trying to lean that way. Yeah, I was. Um, and I think the the moment things started to change is when he he actually made changes within the group and started seeing things that we were seeing as fans. And, you know, he was very, very stubborn in his own ways. And I think he's actually realised where we're going wrong. And I think as a manager, like, once you do that, it's, it's, it's encouraging because we're looking at it going, how the hell is he not seeing this now? Is he not seeing that? And he's come out in some of his... Um, Interviews, with, I think it was the South London Press, where he said, you know, we was relying on Ryan Woods, and he was making very uh, a lot of valid mm-hmm. points. And I think, um, and and the performances have been great, but I just feel like they've they've been better. Anything's been better than you know the shit we've had recently. But yeah, I just think that he's he's made some good tactical changes. Mm. Ken, we'll get on to Matt Smith in depth flex. I know he's your favourite player, but do you, do you agree with Kieran? I do. I think. 
you know, he, he was he was point blank refusing to, to wake up and smell the coffee. Do you think he could see that the changes needed to be made and just being stubborn, or did you think he didn't really get what was, you know, the, the, the DNA of the club? Yeah, I mean, I'm as you know, I'm very much row it out. Um, I think he's just far too stubborn. I think at the moment he he knows what he has to do to save his job. Um, but someone who, who's stubborn stays stubborn, you know. Um, he, he's changed it to save his job, but I think it's very short-term for me. I think at the moment he's doing what he thinks he has to do to keep his job or, or stay in the division. Mm. But I think once we once we get a few more results, once, say, for instance, if we... We hit the mark where we haven't got. We're not going to get relegated. I think that you'll find that that will change again very, very quickly. In, in my opinion, I hope it doesn't. But mm. I think he, I think he will revert back to his old ways. Yes, this is. It's a really. I mean, I'm glad you boys. I mean, I like doing these anyway. And I always say I'm not going to say a lot, and then can't fucking help myself. Don't shut up. But really, I'm really in a bit of turmoil here, and that's a good point that you've just raised, Ken. That he, I said he needed to do things to, to keep his job. And he's, he's now done those things. I'm talking about reluctantly playing a meal away, reluctantly playing more direct, bringing in players he didn't really want to bring in. Um, will he go back to the other way? Joe, you was always the G-Route effect. You loved him. Do you still love him? Do you still think he's the man for the job after this little um, dip in form? Yeah, I've, like, not once in that point um, of that bad run did I actually say the words, row it needs to go, row it out. But, um he has turned it around slightly, but I don't want to be premature and start mm. throwing in the G-Rat effects again. If we if we win tomorrow, the G-Rat effects coming back. I'll tell you that now. Some people were saying it should have been Saturday. I was like, I'm very much a realist. Don't get me wrong. I've been well chuffed with the past couple of results, um, the way we've played in spells, but I don't want to get ahead of ourselves just yet. But um, mm. that could change uh, after tomorrow evening. Do you know what? I'm, I'm, I know I said Rowett, I know I gave my reasons why now. I, I won't keep going about that. I gave my reasons why now I think the, the, he's done the things he needed to do to keep his job. And that's a really interesting one that Ken said. Kieran, what, I mean, I, I think Rowett's playing a way that he's thinking, oh, I don't want to, this is shocking. I don't want to be doing what I'm doing. I think he thinks he's a real tactician, you know, tactical mm. mastermind of the next Pep Guardiola. And what he's having to make his players do and watch himself as a manager, he's not... It's not what he wants to be doing, is it? Like Ken said. But do you think he's ever going to be able to change in the summer? Like Ken said in the summer, he might go back to the way he was. But do you think, how are we going to do that? Do you think we're going to have the funds to get in the players that Rowett wants, the type of players? I mean, you say that, it's a difficult one, really, because if you base it, if you're looking at, since he's walked into the club, the signings he's made, the signings that he's made, especially within this transfer window, have been... Um, signings to kind of benefit his system. Um, like especially with Kifton Beld, I think people were a bit confused when that signing happened because people were thinking, you know, we need to be playing an attacking midfielder. We need to play this. And, you know, especially when we was on that bad run, you thought, Blimey, what's, you know, he's gone complete other way and bought a defensive midfielder. Um, and it kind of looked like we was just, he was just going to be setting his ways completely. But I think... Like I said, I, I don't know. I think I was a bit surprised because since Kifton Belt's come in, I feel like we've played a bit different and um, it weren't, you know, the same football that, you know, it was before he arrived. And, um, you know, there was us, there was me looking at it thinking, you know, he's brought in these signings and he's going to stick to what, what he knows. But quite clearly, I think he's bringing in signings to kind of, 
try and progress us and move us forward and get us out of the rut. So, yeah, I think you know, I, I don't think I don't think he'll go back to that because I think he's realised now it weren't working and he's come out and said that. Mm. I mean, I mean, yes, signed Keith and Beldock. We literally going for nothing on a short term mm. deal. Um, and George Evans is, is you know, was our old Evans, you know, Kia, about 20, he's about 26, I 27. Think, yeah, I think he's, yeah, he's in mid 20s. In my opinion, they're not fucking, they're not set the world of like players, yeah. but they are the type of players that, that, that we need them. They're Millwall type players. Ken, what do you think of the, the new boys in general? The, uh, start, let's start with Keith and Bell. Yeah, I, I like Keith and Bell. I think he's, um, as we all say, he's a proper Millwall player. He gets stuck in. Um, he's strong, and I think some statistics you gave the other day is he's um, saved two off the line. Um, he's always there. The good thing about Keith Bell is actually he completely pushes aside Ryan Woods on the pitch. Like Ryan Woods is obsolete when Keith Bell plays, which is which is exactly what, in my opinion, we need. So um, going forward, Keith Bell I think is going to be a big, big player for us. Um, def- definitely going forward. Mm. And Joe, what do you think of Keith and Beldan and then Evans? Um, to be honest, if I'm honest with you, when we signed them two, I, I'm not going to lie, I'd never heard of them before. Mm. And I just thought, here we go, like more defensive midfielders. This ain't what we need. But now in the situation we are in with injuries, mm. it, um, we do need them. And I think it's, it's kind of underestimated the, the role they've played in this uh, turn of form. Don't get me wrong, um, I've not really seen anything from either of them yet to set the world alight. But what I do like is they seem to be just fairly solid pl- solid players that go about their business, do the right things. And um, even though they are sort of defensive midfielders. I um, I think that I'm with you on that one. And I don't want to speak out of terms. I don't want to be critical because I really like a pair of them. But I mean, a few people said, oh, George Evans, unbelievable. I don't think he's unbelievable by any stretch, but I think he looks very comfortable in, in this division. I, I like that he's versatile. And what he has started to do, and I think this is Rowick getting him to do this as well with the long throws we've started launching in now, is he's very direct with his play, um, is Evans. Kieran, Sorry, you, mine you, completely cut out there. I don't know what happened. That's all right, mate. No worries. No worries. Just, just, just talking more about Evans, and I was agreeing with you, saying that, um, he, he, you know, they're not. he's not set, A lot of people said, oh, he's been unbelievable, Evans. And I, I'm like, yeah, it wasn't bowled over when they signed, but... Looking on reflection, I'd rather have those two all day long over than up until three weeks ago how Mason Bennett was performing and Ryan Woods. Kieran, if you think Gary Rowett went back now in time and saw what he saw and knows what he knows, do you think he'd sign Bennett and Woods all over again? I think we're all lost here, aren't we? No. Oh, there we go. Yes, yeah, so sorry, Tan, I completely missed that one. I said, if you think, you know, looking on reflection, there's a double signing of, of um, Keith and Bell. And, and George Evans, mm-hmm. do you think Raul would go back in time and instead of signing Woods and Bennett, do you think he'd sign Keith and Bell and Evans or do you think he'd still still go with them same players? Um, I think he would because it's all, with transfers as well, I think it's a big thing. It's all about timing and I just think that at the time, you know, Ryan Woods and when he signed Ryan Woods and Mason Bennett, it was a time when we was on the up and they was players to come in and kind of benefit that and like you said, these two players ain't ain't players that are going to set the world alight because we're not a team setting the world alight. We're never going to get them players that are setting the world alight. But what they are is that they're comfortable and steady players and they're the players that they're the best players in the position available that we can play in our system. And um, 
and he's noticed that. And like I said, I think, you know, I, I think he would sign it. Because like I said, it's down, it's down to timing, really. We was at two different periods when the, when the, um, then different players came in. But, um, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm happy about it doing so far. Yes, yeah, so that's, a, that's a very fair point, mate. Um, people say, you know, Evans would improve in time. I think Evans is decent. I think Evans is fine. I, I've got a problem with him. Uh, he's a very solid player. thought he played well Saturday. Let's move on to Saturday because, again, this is where I want as much input from you boys as possible. I know you all did a full-time reaction, but I said all what I want to say in my post-match. The only thing I didn't say was um, that I thought Bradshaw did very well when he came on for one and for two, you know, I don't. I'm not being negative, but we was all even in the live stream. We was all 15 minutes from losing our shit again, weren't we? Saying this is fucking awful. This is this, and then all of a sudden, throw all the subs on, go direct. And it was it a tactical masterclass, Ken, or was it just basics? Get as many bodies on, get the ball forward, and, and cause upset on a shit pitch. Well, I said on my um, on my post match, even at one nil down. I mean, I, I was quite happy. I, I actually saw quite a, a big improvement. Even in the first half, I felt like there was a big improvement in in the game, um, but it doesn't take um, an analytical genius to to realise what we needed to do, and uh, Gary Rowett done it. So again, you have to you have to take your hat off to Rowett because he's made the changes at half time, but the type of players that we have in our squad are good enough to beat a team like Reading, in my opinion. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you could say it was a masterclass. You could say that them players should have started anyway um, and, and we should have taken it to them right from the from the get-go. But in true Millwall style, we've done it the difficult way. Um, but, I, yeah, like I say, one nil down, I, I almost had a smile on my face. one all, I had a smile on my face. And 2-1, I was ecstatic. So, I was really happy with Saturday. I was, I was really, really impressed. Mm. I think... I just think, I mean, I know, Kieran, you watch a lot of football, don't you? You watch all football. I've, yeah. That is one criticism I've had of myself. I was watching us and going, this isn't very fucking good. But it's not very good across the board. I mean, Reading, the top five side here as well. Had a couple of individual talented players, but mm. they're fifth in the division. It's, you know, is it there for the take in this division still? And what did you think of Saturday's yeah. performance? Did you think it was a good performance? No, I didn't think it was a good performance. And, um, you know, people say it's negative or all you want. Like you said, Tam, yourself, we was... Me, me included. I was 15 minutes away from going. This is fucking abysmal. This and like the other, but, you know, first 60 minutes against Sheffield Wednesday was awful, wasn't it? Yeah, like I said, and no, yeah, first half. I mean, they're the worst team in the league. And then the second half, when it was like the minute we made them changes, like like we did against Sheffield Wednesday, we saw the bad side of them. And when you know, but to be fair, for a team like Reading who was fifth. I didn't think they was really that good. That good, and I've watched them. Like you say, I watch a lot of football. I've watched them a lot of the season. They look a really good side, oh, and man. I think we just do a very good job with nullifying teams. I think we we done that with Norwich the other week as well. Mm. Um, but I, I said it to Connor. I said it to Connor all the time. I said, in my opinion, this is probably you know people say maybe what they what they will, but I think it's the worst championship for years. In my opinion, I think it is that wide open. You think of how bad that we've been, and we're have many points away from the playoffs. We're having many points away from seventh. I mean, that's unheard of, especially with the amount of draws that we've had. Mm. Um, I, I've been watching, like, I've watched a bit of Cardiff this season. In my opinion, they've been really, really poor. Obviously, if big mitts come in, turn them around. But look where they are now. They're seventh. They don't, all it takes at this moment in time is three or four results. And like I said, look at us. I mean, if we win tomorrow night, 
it, it just, just it, do you know what I mean? I think this championship is wide open, and I think you know that's why I'd never like betting on this on this division because like I bet on I'd had a feel to beat Wickham and Wickham come back three two. It's it is mm. honestly it's wide open, mate. Anyone, you're right. We say anyone can be anyone. Bad Nasher says there the standard of football is um, is no good. Full stop. Good at nullifying teams. Now time to get good at scoring. We've scored a couple in the last. We've scored we scored six in the last two. So we are getting there. But um, like you said, Kira, as well, Steve says we're two points off seventh place. Joe, what did you think of Saturday's game? Are you still with us? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. I'm having problems. It keeps cutting out. I don't know if it's oh, happening right. to anyone else, but. Seems all right at a minute. Yeah, no worries, mate. Well, yeah, um, you, you've been back in for a while, so I gathered you've been clock, clocked on. I've been asking about performance Saturday-wise. Look, we can't say it's bad. We're, we're on a five five games unbeaten now. <clears> as I said, two points off seventh, like Steve says. It was. It's good. It's fine. But like, I think I think we've had a slice of luck in the last couple of games, which we deserve because we haven't had any. But what did you think of Saturday's game as, as a whole? I think. Um... There were parts where we played well, but I know a lot of people have said, oh, the, the performance was brilliant. But um, I think there were spells where we were good and there were spells where it, we looked like going back to the uh, back to our old selves. Like, we, I think we dominate. We controlled that game up until uh, Reading's goal, a uh, sloppy play at the back. And then, and then it all seemed to go wrong from there. The defence looked a bit shaky after that. I thought we just needed to sort of uh, get to half time, really. And then even the start of the second half, uh, we didn't look at our best. And then it all changed towards uh, the mm. final quarter of the game. And um, mm. again, we, we were brilliant towards the end. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's tough to put my finger on uh, Saturday's ones. Saturday's one. As I say, there were spells where we were really bad and spells... Spells when we wasn't. I think you've lost you again, Joe. I'm going to put something on the screen now, and I go to you, Ken. It's off the ever reliable Jake Sanders on Twitter. Mill's previous four goals have all been scored by substitutes: Thompson, Bradshaw, Smith, and Bennett. Gary Rowett has got him absolutely spot on in recent weeks. Has he, Ken? Got it absolutely spot on. Oh, it's, it's so difficult. these players. Is he getting his starting eleven wrong, or is it? Is he getting it right with using these? particular players as impact players. I know you're very yeah. fond personally of Matt Smith. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't, I don't think that people like Matt Smith should be a starter. The only reason why I think he should be at the moment is because I think he's the, he's the best of a of a bad bunch and, and he always seems to deliver. But if we've got 20 minutes to go in any game and Matt Smith comes on, I mean, I'm absolutely buzzing. I, I wouldn't have picked any other player even in the championship, maybe to, to to put on in the last twenty minutes, but you can you can say one or two things, can't you? you say it's a Rowett masterclass, and he knows exactly what he's doing, or he shit himself, and he's got to get them players on to try and muster up a, to get a point back, or he's got or, or to win the game. It's I, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> this is the thing for the first time, for the first time ever on the channel, and I I, I don't know. I don't know whether whether he's turning it around, whether we've had a bit of luck and we're just as bad as everyone else or we're doing... We are doing well. You can't say we're not. But is he picking the wrong players? Is he is he not seeing what players should be playing like he didn't with Ben Thompson for ages? and Or is he getting it spot on with his tactical substitutions? I don't know. I'll tell you one man who definitely thinks he's not getting it right is Matt Smith. Kieran, did you see the glare he gives to the bench when he scored? 
Yeah. Um, although I think some people might could possibly be reading into it a bit too much. Um, but I just think I generally I don't really think it's uh, as much as I love Rowett, I think it's um I don't think it's like a, a masterclass at all. I think it's forceful. I think um, you know, he, he what he thinks is going to work and then I in my opinion I think it's you know, but saying that like I said, then players he brings on, the players that do make an impact, such as Matt Smith and Ben Thompson, like it's, I don't think they're 90-minute players. Um, people can rave about Thompson all they like. I like Ben Thompson, but I don't think – I don't want to see him flipping, falling arse over tip like, for 90 minutes. Um, Matt Smith, we've we've seen many a times, apart from Nottingham Forest, where he scored a hat-trick last season, I can't think of many other times where he started a game and – you know, he's had that effect. I think it's more when he comes off the bench, that's when he's got that effect. Like Kenny said, when he comes off the bench, there's not a better player really um, that you'd want that you'd want up there. But I, I just think they're substitutions that Rowett has to make. Mm. Paul Wise says to me, he says, it's, well, it's obviously and that means it's fair enough. He said, it's not luck coming from behind twice. <laughs> we do seem to have shown on the pitch, not maybe with Rowett, who's starting, who's not, but we do seem to have got a little bit more bite about us, a little bit more togetherness, Ken, don't you think? What do you think? Because honestly, I thought we were so far gone. And it's not just the two new players coming, let's give that up to him. What do you think's happened, you know, team spirit-wise? We do seem to, like Paul says, it's not luck coming from behind twice. Uh, I think, um, again, I said this in a video, it's, we've changed a, a lot of things recently. So before we, we were using Woods for every single set play set of play that we we had in in the game whether it was open play or whatever but we've we changed it up the last couple of games we were or the last couple of games before um i can't remember who we just played who do we just play i've lost it in my head i lost five results there on the screen that's it what? so we had what uh the yeah so the watford's and the Sheffield Wednesday game, definitely. I felt like we we moved the ball up the pitch a lot quicker, which was something that we we hadn't been doing. We were always trying to find Ryan Woods. Ryan Woods was going sideways. Um, and then we ended up just in, a, in, in no man's land and we didn't really have a plan. Whereas the ball was being pushed up the field a lot quicker. Um, against Reading, they nullified that quite well. Um, and in the end, we were forced to pretty much do the long ball or get it down the wings quickly, cross the ball. And then to reason, that's why I think Rowett now is, is changing, has changed his ways um, and changed the way that we play. Whereas eight, nine, ten games ago, we just done the same thing for 90 minutes and, and hope to God that we, we got something out of it, in my opinion. No, I, I agree, mate. And, and, and what Tom said there is right. Because I, mm. I, I may say that I'm coming across negative. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm definitely not. Because, and again, you know, I'm just a fan like everyone else, and we all say things, and we and then we do the opposite. Like we're bored of Harris Harris hoofball. Then Rowan comes, you know, it's brilliant. This is how we want to play. Now it's not working. We're just saying, fuck playing pretty football and not winning games. Just go direct and start winning a few games. So I'm not being critical. It may sound like I am. Now we're we're on a good run again. We are slowly turning it around. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm with Tom. And I'm sure we all are. You'd, you'd rather fucking play average and win games. And sometimes, you know. We've played well and not won games. Now we're, I don't think we're playing particularly well, but we're winning games. Joe, what do you think the two signings apart has played a, a factor in us getting getting on the on the right track again? Um, what as in Evans and Kipson Bell? Sorry, I missed a load of it. 
Sorry, th- them two, them two aside, you know, what do you what do you think's changed? Oh, them two aside. Yeah. Um, I think he's just shuffled things around a bit. Before, when we was going through that stretch, he, he didn't seem to uh, experiment with formation, different systems. It, we just always knew how he was going to line up every game, and we was going with the same tactics every time. And I think Rowett's now noticed that. I think before sometimes we're trying to overplay it, play football too much. And I think now he knows we do have to mix things up. Like we saw on Saturday, for example, there were times before where we'd be one nil down chasing a game or, or drawing. And we're still like messing around with it in the midfield, not trying to get it forward. And you see when he brought Smith on on Saturday, we did start to mix it up, go long ball. And I know, as you've said, sometimes we're moaning about hoofball, but sometimes... If you want to get a winner late in the game, you have to revert to that. And we we weren't doing things like that before. We bring the likes of Smith on and we're not even playing the ball up to him before. But we mm. have started to mix up our game a bit now. And that's what I think um, is a big point, a uh, big factor in uh, changing fortunes. Yeah, that's what, that's what Stevie Morrison is saying. Obviously, a, a striker himself and I what he's talking about. So the reason right. Smith doesn't always play well is because we don't play to his strengths. And again, look, there is clearly some sort of... I mean, I'm not just trying to make something out of nothing. There's clearly something going on where he, he won't just play Smith. Um, I know why he plays Budvart. Well, I don't. I know I know why he doesn't want to play Smith. Because a lot of teams in the champ like to play short from the goal kicks, like Redding were doing, like to pop the ball, and he wants legs. But I think at times he has been very negative and been too worrying about the other sides. For me, OK, if you don't want to start Smith, start Bradshaw. Because let's get on to mm. when we did turn the game around with Bradshaw having a hand in both goals. Um, what did you think of his performance? And what's his thing? What do you think this fascination is, Ken, with with, with the gaffer wanting to play with Varsen? See, I've always defended that bod uh, a little bit. Not, not that I think that he's um, going to be the answer to our, our problems, you know, and he's going to go and score 20 goals a season. But I think the reason why he puts that bod up there instead of Varsen is... He does pretty much the same amount of running as that as Tom Bradshaw, in my opinion. Um, but I, I think Bradshaw's a lot weaker. Um, I just think that I just think that Dad Bod's a bit more physically strong and can do the running. But Bradshaw or Dad Bod, unfortunately, are not put there to score goals. That's the problem. Um, Correct. So they're, they're put up front, but they're, they're not put up there to score the goals. No, they thought they could be link players, Kieran, didn't they? What, what, this is a little bit... And by the way, I can see a lot of these Hall and, and Woods um, comments. We are going to get on to our best teams for tomorrow and you'll all get your opportunity to vote like we did last week as well or the other week. Uh, Kieran, I mean, Bavarsen, I understand why he does it and doesn't play Smith. But for me, it's got to be short. I've, I mean, I'm Bradshaw all day long. Kenny prefers Bavarsen in that role. Ideally, we'd have new strikers and neither of them, to be honest, but... I thought we played very well when he came on, Tom Bradshaw, and I didn't really emphasise that enough in my post-match. If you're not going to start Smith, okay, tomorrow, likely that Kenza Hall's out injured, according to News at Den. So, tomorrow, someone's going to have to start front. Like Kenny says, we sort of play one up front, and you don't really play as a striker. They do a lot of leg work, a lot of link play. Yeah. If you had to start Bavarsen or Bradshaw, just that argument for a minute, who would you rather go with? Bradshaw. 100%. Uh... <laughs> Seven days a week, twice on a Sunday. If just, just if it means Bob, just if it means Bob Varson's not in the starting eleven, Joe. Right. Yeah, I'd have to say the same. Um, I know Kenny says about Bob Varson, but for me, I just 
I just think he offers absolutely nothing for us. And um, I would rather 100% Bradshaw there. I think he, he will just give us that, that, that little bit more than, uh, well, not a little bit, uh, a lot more than what Budvarsson would. I think he's just a pathetic, pathetic striker, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> uh, I'm just, uh, just scoring against QPR and putting your ears to the crowd. Like, this is that your first goal of the season, mate? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I honestly I don't, don't know what I don't, like I don't like the geezer. I don't like the geezer. So he's probably his first player of a decade, mate. To be honest, <laughs> hey, that might be a really like got a personal fucking hate for him. Uh, people, a lot of people saying Bradshaw again. Look, Bradshaw offers more. Bradshaw offers more. A lot of people are saying Bradshaw. Um, so and and Smith's not getting enough game time. So again, I'm not trying to be critical of the manager, but I'm just sort of backing up what I'm saying. I think at points the fans have. We've maybe not seen things before Rowett's seen them, but we've realised they need to change it before Rowett's realised they need to change it. Tomorrow night, Ken's a whore injured. Just for argument's sake, Ken, who would you start up front if he's a one-man striker tomorrow? We'll get on to the full teams in the game tomorrow in a bit, but if you've got a stick, Smith, Bradshaw, or Budvarsen to start tomorrow up front as a lone striker, who are you picking? I'd start Matt Smith, but I'd have... I'd have a very, very good formation around him. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't start Matt Smith up front and then, and then start playing ticky-tacky football. The balls need to be chucked down the line. We need to be pressing high and we need to be getting balls in the box. Mm. But Joe? Matt Smith for me, 100%. I, I agree with exactly what Kenny's just said there. I would probably start uh, Matt Smith, um, but... you. As he said, you do need the right formation around him. Um, I'm going to slightly contradict myself here, but I don't think Matt Smith is really a starter usually. I feel like he does better and gives us a lot more um, coming off the bench. But with Zahor, I'm assuming he, he may be out tomorrow, then I'd probably go with Smith. Kieran? Uh, what if I was just put one striker? Yeah, if you had to go one striker tomorrow, Zahor's out injured, apparently. So, according to news of then, we don't know how long for yet. Um, with one striker, I, th I think it's difficult because the only reason I would choose Bradshaw is if he had someone up there kind of with him. Because um, I don't really think he's effective on his own. So, probably if he was going one up front, I'd probably have to say Matt Smith. Yeah. See, this is an interesting one from John. John said, you can't press high with Smith, which is, I, I understand, John, I agree with what you're saying. I think that's why he does go with Avarsson for legs, for these players, you know, these teams that like to play out the back. Um, but these teams that like to play out the back, as I said, across the ball in the championship, no one's very good at it this season. I think teams are getting above their station. And us now, especially at home tomorrow, surely we've got to go all out attack, haven't we? Oh, 100%. Yeah, we we got to go for it tomorrow. Birmingham are, are a bad team, and I've said for years that they've been toying with relegation for years. And we we've just, I wouldn't go one up front tomorrow. And you'll see when you put the things up that like the team I've chosen, I've gone with the two up front. Um, but you know it's just typical Millwall. We, we've got yeah. all excited about these just last couple performances. You watch us come <laughs> unstuck tomorrow but, and get like kicked back down to earth with, with saying that. Like, saying I a think bad performance. I think Birmingham are a perfect example, right? So I've watched them like a few times this season and 
Aitor Karanka's gone in there, and what he's tried to do, he's tried to fucking polish a turd, to be honest. He's got all these, <laughs> he's got this heap of shit in there, and he's trying to play this ball out from the back, and he's trying to play this great football. Like he had when he had when he was at Middlesbrough, he had all these fantastic players. When he was at Forest, you can't do do it with Birmingham, and I think he's getting found out. He's had some bad, bad results. But like you said, I think it's that kind of thing that I think you just know tomorrow I'm like we're all getting excited going, yeah. come on and then tomorrow I'll be like um, the first goal scorer for Birmingham City uh, number nine it's closing <laughs> well, it's gone all like, over isn't it yeah, that's, yeah. But I, I did think that and that's why I said in recent weeks the biggest test for us is going to be the Sheffield Wednesday game so I'm assuming now that's the straw that broke broke the camel's back Ken you said this about a 4-4-2 and I've said forget it Raul it's not going to do it but he now he's starting to change his ways and, and be more Millwall-esque, if you will. Would 4-4-2 interest you, Ken? Yeah, I like 4-4-2. And I, I said, having um, instead of having, say, Smith and Bradshaw, I, I would have had Smith and Zahor up front. Uh, there's, there's a big reason. Sometimes when we look at a team, we look at we look at the team to play out 90 minutes and try and get a result. Mm. And look, if Smith's only going to offer you 45 minutes of football, I'd much rather have him start... Yeah. Attack for forty-five minutes, get what we need if we can, yeah. and then then the likes of I don't know, say Ryan Woods could come on and we can and we can hold a little bit more and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like, I don't know why we set up a team to last ninety minutes just to get a draw. Let's set yeah. up a team to go out and get a result. Yeah, on. Do you know what? You, you, I think you said this, Joe, the other day to, to me or one of your videos. Why do we have to have a bad action to then try and get a reaction? Like Kenny said, what? If we know these players are impact players, why don't we fucking start them and try and build a lead? Do you know what I mean? Why well, wait till we've got yes. one in to before before it's, we start making the necessary changes? Start on the front. True. It seems, yeah, it seems like even on that bad run before the last few games, it seemed like we didn't start to change things or actually start playing, get out of first gear and, until we're 1-0 down. Mm. And then we, we'd have a little spell where, yeah, we might be on the front foot and then we'd just lose it again. Mm. But um, yeah, but I personally think, um, sort of going aside from that a bit, that there are certain players that I know a lot of our fans are screaming out to start. But mm. I personally do think these players, some of these players, are better coming off the bench. Like it might yeah. be a bit of an unpopular opinion, but I'd say the likes of Thompson and Smith because when they have started a lot of games, I know Forrest last year contradicts Smith a bit, but this season. When the likes of Smith and Thompson have started games, we haven't really seen the best of them or them actually get involved in the game much and they haven't offered much. Yet, when they've come off the bench, they, they look brilliant, um, especially with Thompson uh, against Sheffield Wednesday the other week. Mm. Mason Bennett's an interesting one that I want to talk about. I think he's a great player. I just question his fitness, his dedication, his desire, his willingness just to... Fu- I mean, the other day in the group chat, Kenny hurt his knee, didn't he? I've fucking done my ankle. And, and, and your brother, Connor, went, fuck me, I didn't know Connor Mahoney and mate, um, bro, <laughs> in the group chat. They are like very, they're powder puff, aren't they? I mean, they've got a lot of players, Kieran, that are powder puff. But in the last three or four games, um, Bennett's been brilliant coming off the bench. And I think now he's, he's, he's banging on the gaffer's door. He wants his shirt back. So, you know, what do you, what do you think of Bennett? Do you think he can be a star? Or do you think, like Joe says, he's another one of these... Love one of these nearly men, luxury players. They're all right coming on as an impact player, but when you're in the trenches and, and the shit's going to hit the fan, is Bennett going to be a 90-minute player for us? No, I, do you know what? I think Bennett's a top player. I've rated mm. him from when he was at Derby. I think um, mm. he's 
we've seen at times is like his ability, um, you know, but I, th- I just think that he shows his ability in glimpses. Um, and that's the difference between an elite player in this league and a good player in this league when, you know, when you're doing it on a consistent basis. And I don't feel like he does it consistently enough to give Gary Rowe a selection headache. And the other thing is when he, when he plays games for us, sometimes I can't really work out where he's playing. If Gary Rowe is sticking him through the middle, if he's playing him out wide, if he's trying to play. And, and I think that's kind of unsettled him. He's not really had a you know position to slot into and make it his own. Um, mm, I, I, think he, I, I think he's got loads of ability, Mason Bennett. I really do. I think um, and he's got potential to be a good, good player at us. Um, yeah, I just think that, you know, I think he, he I know it's a cliche, but we need that run of games. Um, mm. You know, to have some performances and go from there. You are right, but he was given the opportunity of the run of games, but he just kept Mm. fucking pulling up with shitty injuries and out for an out for a week and taking himself off the scans and stuff. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think Rowie invested in him. (laughs) Bennett is our Darren Andrew. He he invested in him, and I don't think he really got repaid the faith. And I think that's why now, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm I'm maybe contradicting myself. Fucking get him out of sight and show him that he ain't just going to play because he's your mate from yeah. Derby. And now he has got a rock up his ass. Ken, do you? What do you think of Bennett? Do you think he should be starting now? And if so, what position? Um, I, I'll tell you what I do love about Bennett is that he's what 25, 26. He looks like he's on forty pence in a day. <laughs> and played around for a news agent in Chernobyl. Yeah, he, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that is that a tough life? <laughs> I think the last time um, we was on this show, I said that uh, I've lost my trust in Bennett. And um, uh, to be honest, I, I'm still, oh, he is, he's 24. And like Jesus. Matt Mike, we just seem to have sick notes fucking galore. We'll yeah. yeah. But this is the problem. When you when you start buying these luxury players or getting these luxury players, they tend to be a bit more, you know, you, we need to wrap them up in cotton wool a little bit more. And I don't, mm. I don't think that, um, I don't think that Mason Bennett has a place in our team, to be honest, especially when, say, Conor Mahoney comes home. I don't see him as a 10, and he's definitely not a striker for our club either. So where does he fit in in our, in our squad? It's yeah. right saying he's not a striker, but at the same time, you know, when he was at Derby... The I'm sure, yeah, I was going to say. When he, when he played for Derby, and like, it's just for, like, for a Derby fan, I know, like, when they played him up front, that's when he was at his best. Not once since he's been at our club, he's been playing up front, so we'd never know that, really. So, like, again, I'm hearing rumours that when he was at Derby, he was unbelievable. And I think this is, or yeah. I think a lot of people are guilty of, he's not at Derby anymore. He's not the player he was. He's had his problem. Yeah, that's yeah, why he's yeah. near wall now, do you know what I mean, in my opinion. A lot of better players around him as well. Yeah. Joe, what do you think of, of Bennett? Would you stop me? Do you reckon he's, he's, he's in line for a start now after his recent. Because I know he, he come on, he scored the winner, but I think aside from that, I said in my last few videos, he's come on and looks like he really, really had that desire. But then, like Kieran says, you play him for five, ten games, that desire could soon fucking go out the window, and he could, you know, he could clip his toe now, walk in to get a bottle of water out the fridge, and that could be good night of Vienna for a couple of weeks again. Hmm. Yeah, see, I actually really like Bennett, and um, as has already mentioned, I, I just honestly think he needs a, a bit more consistency, and I think with him. It all depends on what sort of formation we're playing. If we if we were to play a four four two, for example, mm. I'd have him there on the left wing. I can't mm. remember. Was it Bristol City away? Uh, yeah, where he scored that goal, he so cut in from the left, <laughs> and, and he took it really well. And I I I really think he is 
one of the few players in our side that does actually show some intent. Um, yeah. Maybe not always the best end product, but he'll pick up the ball and, and he ain't afraid to run at players. And that's the yeah, sort of thing we've, we've lacked for it's a like while. Like Badger said, though, I think you've made a good point in the comments. Mason's not two games a week player. Ah, yeah. Listen, and he's spot on. I personally, I'll get off what just Joe just said. I don't, I don't like Bennett on the left. I prefer him through the middle. But Badger's spot on. Mason's not a two game a week player. And I said a long time ago, I've written it down here. I've written down Mahoney, Jed, Bennett, and I said if we could get them three in behind of one, that could be the key to success. I said that a long time ago. I would now go back on what I said and say I was wrong because you need all them fit, you need all them firing, you need all them three up for the calls. And you're not going to get all that, all those factors coming in together on the same day. It's not going to work often enough for us to get results. Uh, you know, Bennett, I hope I'm wrong and I hope he's turned the corner, but powder puff. It, it pains me to say because I love Conor Mahoney. Can't, you know, not fit, never fit. It's, it's just, it's very frustrating. And I think Raul, it's sussed that now. And that's why he's going after the, the George Evans of this world, the Keithton Bells of this world. However, on an opposite argument to that, people say, stop saying this the mere way. We need to aim higher. But, Ken, can we aim higher with the budget we've got? People keep saying we've got no budget. We've got no budget. So do we have to accept yeah. as a club that we're going to we're gonna just have kick bollock and bite battlers? Or do you think we can go to that next level, under Rowett, and play the way he wants to play with the budget think, we've got? Just, uh, just um, sorry, Dan, going back to what you said. Sure, the, the question is, is would you rather have Malone or Mahoney on the left right now? When you look at it, when you look at it like that, in my opinion, Malone has shown a lot more than what Mahoney has um, yeah. since since he's been here, and he's a lot more attacking. He's a lot more direct, and there's no way in this world Mahoney would have scored any of them goals or got in any of them positions that Malone has to score. So we're not. I don't think we're necessarily missing um, Mahoney. Um, I've said all along. I feel like we have the players that could push towards um, a playoff place this season. Um, already, that was before we had um, Keith and Bell or George Evans in the squad. I, I felt like we had enough. Um, and if we play the way that we are meant to play instead of these stupid formations and this stupid tick attack of football, I mean, look at Sheffield United. You know, Sheffield United done exactly the same a couple of seasons ago. Like, they weren't pretty. I'm, I'm, laughing. I'm laughing because I'm nodding and agreeing with you when for two years I went, I'm sick to fucking death of playing Liverpool under Harris. But now <laughs> I agree with it. So we are, we are fickle as football fans, mate. But yeah, sorry, go on, carry on. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, like I say, Sheffield Wednesday, they were never pretty. Um, they were kick, bollock and bite. And all right, maybe they're not doing as well this season, but they made, managed to sustain themselves yeah. um, in, the, in the Premiership. So... You know, if we want to get into the playoffs this season, the best way to get into the playoffs this season, with it being so bad, but also with it being so open, we need to just be more direct um, and go for it. We've got nothing to lose this season. Exactly what you said there. And I've written this to Kieran, look, because he was talking at the time. And what you just said, Kenny, Kieran, do we do does Rowett set up, especially at home, and show other teams too much respect? Is he too much of a... I know you like him. Is he too much of a negative manager with his approach? I know you've got to be defensive at times, but we don't ever seem to go, do you know what? Fuck it. We're going to go and go for it today. And I think you get a lot more respect from the fans if we do lost, did lose games in that fashion. Do you think he's too negative with his approach full stop gear? Or do you think he's a tactical genius? No, I, I think he's negative to, in a certain, to a certain degree. I think um, and me and Kenny have always said the same point in the group that 
he he sets up. Or I don't know if it's Danny that says it. But he sets up a game not to lose, um, rather than yeah. winning the game. And um, but saying that, I do think there's a certain aspect. Like, I mean, you can't help but realise that you know when we played Norwich uh, the other week. I think we, uh, I think we completely showed him out of the game. And I think there's there's certain times like that. I think he got it spot on tonight. Um, no, because like I said, I know, listen, the football's being awful, but we don't lose a lot of games. No. Um, and you got to think to yourself, you know, at the end of the day, we could be getting battered like three or four nils, but that ain't happening. I know the football's not bad, but we, you know, you go to these teams like Norwich and stuff and you away and you take, you take a point. And I think, you know, to do that, to go to a side like Norwich, both home and away and both kind of just completely strip their strengths out of the game, there's got to be some sort of tactical, you know, genius to that, surely. There's the third cog in the Omara wheel, obviously. <laughs> the offspring. Your brother Connor's in saying, I would rather go for it and lose. Maybe Rowett's sat recently into goal guns blazing the second half. He has gone for it, and it's, you know. But you know what? He, he's gone for it, and I'm going to defend him here. He's gone for it, and even he's been slagged off. It's going to happen. It's part of football. It's, you know, as, as a fan channel, some people love us. Some people hate us. It's just if you put yourself out there, you, you you're under fire. Like, Rowett has done that lately. He's gone more direct. He's gone fucking. Let's go for it. Stick loads of subs on, and people have criticised him. Do you think you know, as part of him learning the more meal way, Joe? Do you think he's gone a little bit more? Do you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go for it now and see what happens. Yeah, but I, I'd argue that that's what we done last season when he first came in. I don't know what all of a sudden sort of shifted this season where he has sort of gone more defensive mm. and trying to like play out games maybe for a draw. But on the other side of the argument, you could say, um, I wouldn't, I don't know. At times I'd say it was negative, but you could say the way he sets up, if you're drawing a game or it's nil-nil going late into the game, you've still always got that chance to nick it as long as you don't concede. So you, you could say it from that way. And um I was mentioning a bit off from what we said, but I mentioned uh, earlier to to one of the boys, like, you look this season, the past few months, how bad we have actually been. We have been dire at times, some of the worst, like, play I've seen in years, yet we've still managed to get points out of these games. Mm. So when you try and look at it that way, it's, it's not all, I know it was doom and gloom at the time. I'm just trying to be a bit more positive now. I've got a, couple of uh, wins under our belt. But, um, yeah, it's a tricky one. I don't know where this sort of mindset all of a sudden come from Rowett this season to sort of go all defensive. I honestly don't know. Yeah, he did seem, he did seem to sort of change his, his ethos, didn't he? And he's like his direction. Mm. I don't he know. Goes he goes into a side and does that with it. With like a lot of teams, though. He done it, you know, he goes into a team when he'd done it with Birmingham. He'd he done really well when he went in. He'd done well throughout, but he'd done it with Derby. Um and, you know, he, he goes in, it's all right at first, but then in the end, it does become a bit frustrating to watch. It does become a bit defensive. Ken, you're, you're, you're like me in a way, but we're very much similar in this in this sense. Exactly what my mate Dublay says, what a winger he was in his day, by the way. We used to play together in a Kent league. Um, <clears throat> the meal away just keeps the buzz alive, doesn't it? And that's all we want. Like We don't mind falling on our sword and losing 4-0 as long as we just fucking have a go. And I think it was the, it was the performances. Like now, you know, we're winning games and it's brilliant, but it's not been pretty. But that's all we really want as fans, isn't it, ultimately? Yeah, do you, do you know what? I mean, like my granddad's granddad would have said or whatever, you know, on us, you work all week, 
you get to Saturday, you go down to the pub, you meet your mates and you watch 90 minutes of football, 11 people trying their, trying their artist, you know, wearing the shirt and, and doing it the proper Millwall way. It's, and that goes, that's been going on for years and years and years. So now when you watch a football team, especially when you can't watch them at the grounds, you ex- you probably expect a little bit more of the the Millwall way, you know, because because you're not there. But I've completely forgotten the question that you asked me. But on on the basis of um, yeah, point <laughs> out um, Kenny sits on his knees. He's he's uh, heavily invested in Coke Cold and he's feeling all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just went into Millwall way and started going on, and, and then I forgot what you asked me. I'll take us off that subject. I'll so just thank Darren Cully for your donation. Very kind, mate. Much appreciated. Super chats are open if people do want to donate. Not a problem if you don't, but please subscribe because we are nearly at 15,000 subscribers. I'm going to move it on now. Graham's trying to fire into Helen all day long. Good luck <laughs> <with> that one. <laughs> I'll uh, tell you what, Kenny, you're getting some, some slates about your barnet, ain't you? Oh, mate. <laughs> so let's move it on, right? Okay, to... I wasn't going to... I don't want. I don't like to keep covering old points, but the fans in the chat are asking these questions and I'm seeing it again and again and again and again. Um, Ken Zahor and Ryan Woods. So let's go around the group. Uh, let's start with let's start with Zahor. Where do we stand with Ken Zahor as a Millwall player? Joseph, let's start with you. See, this is a really tricky one for me. I, I feel like... Um, Sorry, he, just before does... you do that, Joe... I don't want to yeah. shit on the in a minute the prediction. Um, you boys all pick your team today for tomorrow's game, which I'll show in a minute. Not one of you picks a whore to start. So sorry, take I, it away. Bro. Do you know what? I would have actually put him in my lineup, but the way he went off on Saturday, I just assumed that he he, he didn't look like he was going to be fit for tomorrow. Otherwise, I would have put him in um, instead of Smith and had Smith coming off the bench. Um, I think he's one of those players if. If given a chance, he will put the ball in the net. He's he's one of them that people can mistake him for looking very lazy. Like you sort of old Dimitar Berbatovs, or I think you've compared him to Stan Collymore before. Bit bit uh past my time. But um yeah, I I think I, I like him, but um some people might say he's lazy. And if he was fit, I'd still start with him tomorrow. Sorry, I mean a Fredo, Kieran. Um, there's a whore. I think the quality's there. Um, yeah, and the reason I didn't choose him in my I'm sorry, I'm laughing because it's laughing at Connor's comments. Um, but God, that's throwing me off guard. That is, um, no, Ken's a whore. I think he's got, and the reason I didn't choose him in my lineups because I was reading news at then. I didn't know if he was going to be because the way people were talking about him, he might be injured. I don't know. Um, but. With Kenzo, I think the quality's there. We've seen that um, a few times, and especially I remember when he's when we won away at Preston on that Tuesday night. It was like, if, yeah, he's, he was like he's what we've been missing. He's what we've been <laughs> like, you know. Saying so I think the quality's there, but you know, recently um, he just looks a bit disinterested, doesn't he? And I think at this stage of the season, for what we need, we need someone, you know, you know, who wants to drive in the box. We need someone with a bit of energy, with a bit of passion, with a bit of saying Kenzo voice. He's got the quality in times, but for me, it's like Joe says, a difficult one. But you know, I'd, I'd have to say, not for me. Sometimes he just looks disinterested. Mm. It's a difficult one, Ken. What are you thinking about, Ken Zahor? The boy. Yeah. Sorry, just before we get on to Kenny, 
Kieran and Joe, you didn't pick him in your side because you assumed he was going to be injured after coming off Saturday. Yeah. Mm. As I say, if he if he weren't injured, I'd have him in there. Right. No, I, I still wouldn't. I, I agree with what both you boys have said, but go on, Ken. You 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 go now. Yeah. Okay. All I've seen from Ken Zahor is three swipes missed shots. Um an open header at the back post and a goal against a National League South team and a penalty. <laughs> I know you saw, do you know what? It's one of them, right? He come in and, and maybe it's because we want it. We, we are guilty. It's an all football fans are. You know you need something desperately and then you think, yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to latch on to this. We're going to latch on to it. So uh, Joe's agreeing with you. I think he's definitely got the quality. I will sympathise with him in a way that, he come to us on the back of being at West Brom. I haven't played any game time. Played one game for us, got injured, come back, and he's not really got back into the fold. And I said he needed games to get fit, but mm. he kept fucking falling over on Saturday. He was starting yeah, to get I'll on my tits. Mm. I'll tell you what he is good at. And the reason why we think he's amazing is because none of our forwards are any good at getting into positions. Now, Zahor is very, very good to get getting himself into an opportunity yeah. to score. Um, and that's and that's why we think he's you know, that's why we think he's the answer. You know, Troy Parrott couldn't do it, Bob Varson doesn't do it, Bradshaw doesn't do it, Smith occasionally does it, Jed never does it. So Zahor is always usually in the right place. He is just his conviction, maybe, so to speak, is is not as yeah. good as what we expected. It's very you say that, Ken. Me, me and Joe was we were saying the exact same thing to the to the old man like a couple of nights ago. We were saying if you watch his videos for like you know, Cardiff and stuff when he's scoring yeah. goals. You look, you know, he, yeah. he, he gets in the box and his positioning seems to be spot on. He gets pressed in yeah. it was as well. Cardiff, I know he's obviously at us now, but I was, I mentioned it earlier. Like, I don't think we've seen the best of him at previous clubs. He used yeah. to sometimes come deep, pick up yeah. the ball and, and <laughs> run directly at him. But how many times That's have we seen him do that? Yeah. We've, we've not really seen him come deep and pick up the ball himself. No. He's just, Maybe it's the way we're we're set up to play. I don't know. Oh, oh, you you spoke over me, which is that's that's what I want. But I, you've literally said exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm deep. I think fitness is definitely a factor. However, I if I'm honest, I think he's got the ability. I love what Kenny said about he definitely gets in a position, but his conviction isn't there, and that can be a, a running theme with strikers. You got to get one. Once you get one, you're off and running. Mm. But I've, I've got to honestly question as good as I think he is, and the. The quality he's got and the presence he brings to that centre forward role, it's not the chances he's missing. For me, it's his actual desire to want to play for Millwall. I think he probably thinks, yeah, yeah, this is you know I'm, I'm here to get fit and fuck all else. You know what I mean? If the what fans wouldn't... were there, he wouldn't get away with that, would he? No, no he wouldn't. No. He wouldn't do that. Um, Steve Lee says it could be rustiness, not playing much. Let us know your comments, uh, your thoughts on Zahor in the comments. Why us boys move on to a matter that could go on forever. We have discussed it before separately, not as a group. Is Ryan Woods now? I'm, I'm going to have to start with this. <laughs> just let me my, just let me say my piece, and I'll shut up. I said it in my post match. He offers nothing to a Mill football to Mill football club. I understand his role that Rowett wants to play, but Rowett has now accepted that we can't play that way. He's supposed to draw players out with his brilliant distribution and break lines as the players come out and create space further up the pitch. Now, whether it's his passing range or or the players he's playing with, 
he's now become null and void because we're not even playing that way anymore. But Gary Rowett always finds a way to get him in the side. Now, as I said, Keithton Bell's played three games, been booked twice, got injured, and made two goal line clearances. Ryan Woods has never done any of those things, in my opinion, and he's not scored or assisted one goal. Now, what is your opinions on Ryan Woods? I think this is the missing link now to, to us making us a better side because I think... I don't know whether fucking he's got nudes around it or what, I don't know what's going on. What, what does he offer us? And Kieran, you can't use the argument. He was brilliant for Brentford four years ago because like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm not just sure anyone that says that. Like Tunley, well, Ryan Tunneycliffe played for Man United. I don't give a fuck what they've done previously. <laughs> In the here and now, what does Ryan Woods offer for us? Kia? Right. To be fair, Dan, I think what you've just said, that's like... The one time I've ever agreed with you when you've spoke about Ryan Woods, um, because I didn't, I don't agree with the slander. You know, when people come out and say Ryan Woods is shit and Ryan Woods is this and Ryan Woods is that, I think the way you've just put it there is spot on. And recently, that's how I've been feeling. Um, I've gone from you know, I'm you know, you know, me and in, in the group chats, I've been nothing but praise for him. In, you know, I love the uh, thing is, individually, I love him as a player, I think he's fantastic. I think. He's, yeah. um, like I said, in, in in my opinion, as you know, people might call me wild, I think you put him in a top six team in this division, he cleans up. And if you put him in a side that plays football the way that he does, he'd be absolutely brilliant. And you, and, you know, you saw that when, like I said, you know, but when he was at Brentford. But like <laughs> you just said there, Dan, it's like now it's got to the point, is, as much as I love him in, as a player, I, um, it's sad to see really because... He's just in that he's like so isolated and it's like he doesn't fit anywhere in this system and the way we're playing. And um, you know, and like I said, I think he could break lines. You're right, he could break lines in a better team, but not just yeah. him personally, other teams know. Well, me ain't gonna break lines and not fucking 30 no. yeah. So we'll let Woods have it in them areas because he's not gonna hurt us from there. Yeah. Or sometimes even when he plays, people are like further up, but well, sometimes even when he, he plays, sometimes, you know, I, I think a perfect example is QPR away last season. As soon as he gets on the ball, she's someone clatter into him. He's like, and he just goes to ground. He's the, yeah, I just don't think as much as I'm a massive fan of him, um, and I will be even if he goes to another team, um, I just think he's, uh, he's I'm sorry, I've just, I've just always been a fan of uh, a Woodercliffe. Woodercliffe. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a fan of him, but like I said, I just think I don't I don't think I've seen place for him enough anymore. You can say to me, Dan, you're talking bollocks, then that's fine. But I just don't see what he and by the way, the introduction of Keithton Bell has just showed Woods up even more for what he is, an absolute charlatan. Joe? Oh, sorry. Um do you know I am slowly starting to to turn against him. Um positives he can pick out a good pass. Um, other than that, I'm now trying to start to think of any more positives. Um, when we first signed him, four years ago, when we first signed him, I thought he was going to be this player that's just as good off the ball as he is on the ball and get stuck in. And I just haven't seen that from him. I, I don't see him get stuck into tackles. There seems to be no desire there to, to win the ball off the opposition. And I'm, as each game goes on, I'm starting to dislike him more. And I think, his problem is he's he's too casual on the ball. And there has been numerous occasions yeah. late on in games where we're leading or we're drawing where he's got that, the ball on his. the edge of our area 
and he really panics me when he's on the ball because he will not just clear it. He'll do something silly or make a silly pass around the back that really could end up costing us or has cost us before. And um, I just get really worried when he's on the ball late in the game now. So I'm oh, sort of slowly... Yeah, it's like yeah. there's loads of comment. I mean, what Joe's saying, Ken, as well. Twice on Saturday, he's nearly. It's, I don't want to say it about him. I think people think. But I, 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 I have started to now make a little bit of a beeline for him, like I did with Jordan Archer, because I cannot believe, if I'm honest, I've had a couple of glasses of red. Yes, everyone's boozing tonight. Fair play, boys. I can't believe what everyone else cannot see. This is why I got so frustrated with Jordan Archer. I don't go back to Archer. That's a non-argument. I cannot believe how ineffective he is and how, like Joe said lately, on Saturday he gives a ball away casual, gets Hutchinson booked, nearly costs us, Bolkowski makes a save. Then just after we equalise, he tries to turn blind in his own box. It weren't for a brilliant block from Jake okay. Cooper and a bit of luck it coming off the bar. Yeah, but listen, but the, he keeps having excuses to play him, doesn't he? And at the minute as well, injuries are piling up in, in that area. If you think, if Ryan Leonard was fit and Keith Bell was fit, Ken, do you think he'd still be playing Woods? Well, yeah, Rowe it would, definitely. Um, but look, Woods, I've got a counter-argument against Kieran in a minute, but Woods is a fucking liability. Um, it, I don't I don't see what he what he offers to the thing. It's exactly that. Can't head, can't tackle, don't go forward at all. He doesn't offer nothing other than tippy-toey around the, the football pitch. Um, the the second thing is, is that Stoke, I mean, I don't know how they got on he come from Stoke, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know where they got on today, but they are near on a top six team right now in the, in the league, I'm presuming, if I'm right. Kieran, you might be able to tell me that. Yeah, no, they're ninth, they're ninth at the minute. Oh, okay. And I know they played they played today, and if they'd won that, I think they might have been right up in involved in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, he, he can't get in the Stoke side. Hmm. He can't get in the Stoke side. Um would he would he get in any of the top six teams in in our division? I don't think you. Yeah. I don't think he would. Yeah. I don't think he would. See, I think I think you're right. I think he's again. This is the sort of player that going back to the original how we started the show. Rowett signed players off reputation. He's bought Woods before, and he keeps buying the same players. Oh, but Woods cost Brentford. You know, from Brentford, he was brilliant four years ago, and he cost Stoke six million. Like you said, Ken, he couldn't get in Stoke teams last year. They just finished above the relegation zone. He's a player living off a rep, like Tunnycliffe did. Mm. And you've got to look. At the end of the game, people saying, you know, what someone just said there about um, about him. Can't do this, can't do that, can't do that. Now, what the, the counter-argument to that is, Matt Smith, I honestly think I'll, I'll give him a run in an 100-metre race. He runs like his shitty self. <laughs> can't do anything. Right? He's not a footballer, but he affects football matches, doesn't he? Ryan Woods yeah, the complete yeah. opposite to that. Because Ryan Woods looks fantastic on the ball. His pass completion ratio must be brilliant. But what when he comes off that pitch, I, what do you boys think that, that Gary Rowett goes, I'm playing him every week. If, if you said to Gary Rowett, why do you play him every week? What, what points do you think Rowett would say, I'm playing him because of X, Y, and Z? What do you think Rowett would say to you if you ask him the question? Joe? Because he's giving us a fortune. <laughs> exactly that exactly that he's probably waiting for him to pick out that one killer pass over the top of the defence um, every game that just doesn't seem to happen mm. Ken I um, think you're spot on what are you saying I think that I think there's two things I think well, for first of all I've got to say the only reason why I think uh, he ended up going from Stokes because Michael O'Neill don't play that type of football for Ryan Woods to fit in so that's why I think he got neither do we likes 
high, high energetic midfielders. But anyway, um, yeah, I think it's one or two things. I think the first thing in my head is that I think he he almost thinks of himself, right, I'm going to start Ryan Woods because he's that good at, at you know, some finding that delivery pass. He wants, he's relying on that one bit of magic that mm. somehow when he gets on the ball, he's going to find that thing and, you know, the luck will change. The other thing is, is that I remember speaking to a boy who um, plays uh, football at a good level in the championship and he went on loan to, and he went on loan to a side um, from a premiership team at the time. And in his clause in that contract, he had to play a certain amount of games. So Very true. It could even be it could even be that maybe because he's on because when a player's on X amount of money, they have to start a certain amount of games. It's the rule, it's a rule, some whatever. Yeah, I, I, will, I will say this in fear, obviously, as we've had a chat before, I do obviously find a lot more out than, than most people would. I did hear that one of the stipulations, again, I don't know this fact, but it's one of the stipulations of Rowett accepting the job. They said, You ain't got a lot of budget, blah blah blah. And he said, Okay, one stipulation, I'll take the job. I've got to have this geezer from, from Stoke, Ryan Woods. Um, Wall 79 says Woods needs good players around him. We haven't got intelligent, technically sound players for him to play with. Mm. I agree, but we're not going to get those players on our budget. So, Ryan Woods, boys, yes or no, would you send him back at the end of the season? Ken? Yeah, I'd send I'd send him back now. Oh, well, I would be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the end of the season, you know, we're not going to buy him. Um but I think he he's still to run on his contract. I thought his contract was up, but apparently his contract isn't up. So this will be a big right. fucking test of Rowett's credentials and his and his knowledge and what his true feelings are about Woods. Because like Kenny says, I think he's got him in now and thought, fuck, he's on a serious whack. I've got to play him. And he's bit the bullet yeah. with Bennett and dropped him, but I, I, he just will not drop Woods. And for me, you know, even with injuries tomorrow, Leonard's out, Keithton Bell's out, uh, Sean Williams, Amir, has fractured his toe. He's got to have a late fitness test. I don't think that's any secret. Um, for me, you know, he's, he's got to try something else. He's got to bring Billy Mitchell in or even Evans into the midfield and bring Pierce into the back where he's risking it. But listen, we're veering off. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to move on now um, to tomorrow's game because we, we've sort of danced around it a bit. But we're going to start now talking about tomorrow's game. Now, earlier on, I asked all of you to send your team in to me. By the way, just look at the lead table quickly here. Well, it's quite little. I can't read it, but I don't think we're far off the fucking plow. This is madness. Look at that league. Yeah, Ken, that's what that's what I need to do, but I didn't want to do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got bins on as well. So, listen, wide open tomorrow. We face Burnham. They're 23rd in the table. They've got Aitor Karanka in charge now, who has come in, and it's not going well. They've got problems with their owners. They obviously were pissed off. I see when they sold Keith and Bell to us. Their fans are saying, get out of our club. But like you said, Joe, I think and you, you, you changed my mind on this, because I remember we did a Oh, I remember that away days. We used to go to away days. What a day that was. <laughs> Burn away. And afterwards, you did a video and you said, I said Birmingham big club. And you said, no, Dan, they're not, they're not a big club anymore. People got to get that out of their head. And you were spot on. Yeah, yeah. 100%. They've been, I've said it time and time again. Their time in the championship is going to be up soon. They've been down there toying with it for years. I think they might have had one off good season in, in between. But... Other than that, Birmingham, nah, not for me. So they're definitely there for the taking. They currently sit 23rd in the table. They haven't won any of their last five league games. Last time out, they lost one. That's got Birmingham win written all over it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the first goal scorer for Birmingham. In the interest of this not happening, 
All right, we're going to go with our teams tomorrow. I asked you earlier, you sent them in. We're going to start with you, Kim. We're going to look at your team for tomorrow. The team that we're going to all talk about the team we'd go with, then the team we think Rat will pick, and then we'll throw it over to the audience. And if you want to go through and we'll pick your team, we'll have a look. Well, let's start with Kieran's. I'll go and toilet break just quickly. Go on, mate. No worries. <laughs> Bolkowski, take your microphone off if you're going for a poo. Bolkowski in goal. Three centre-backs, Hutchinson, Evans and Cooper. Uh, sorry, Kieran, you talk me through it because I don't think it's three centre-backs, is it? I don't know. Um, well, yeah, it, it, it is really. It's just... Um, but, listen, at the end of the day, do you know what, truth be told, I, I know we get to choose this uh, a lot of ourselves, but it's more of a... You know, there's no, in my opinion, I don't think there's a point in me putting a 4 4 2 out there when I know he's not going to play a 4 4 2. Um, so this is the kind of my, this is my team, my starting 11. Would I choose that formation? Based based on the formation you think Rout will play. Yeah, I do agree with that. That's why yeah. I always. Do. Um, but uh, yeah, so like I said, I think um, I really, really like Danny McNamara. Um, I think he's, um, I think he's really good. But I think if you've seen in the last kind of couple of games, Romeo's offered a touch more, um, and that's the, been the killer instinct. Um, I've, I'm persistent with Woods, um, you know, because, we, you know, like I said, we don't know how ready Billy Mitchell is to, to start yet, if he's, like, completely fit or not. Um, you know, but uh, and Woods has had games, you know, consistent games. Um, Wallace, I've... Ever since he's had that role to be a bit free, to be a bit play a bit more freely, he's looked like the Jeb Wallace of old. Um, and like I said, Bennett's pushed for a start, and I think yeah, so is um, so is Bradshaw, and I think uh, they they both deserve start tomorrow. And it'll be interesting to see them kind of bounce off each other. Yeah, uh, mate, uh, it's a very interesting one. I'm not. I think you've got a lot of energy up top. I think you've got a lot of pace up top. Little short, you know low-set players that, that will bomb around and get involved. So, just to confirm, because I wasn't sure if you'd gone four at the back with a diamond, but you've gone three at the back with Hutchinson, yeah. Cooper and Evans. You've got Scott Malone yeah. left wing back. Marlon right wing back you prefer over yeah. Danny Mack, give your reasons. Then Thompson and Woods as that two. Yeah. And then the three up top is Bennett, Bradshaw and Wallace. If you had to go one of them as a, as a, as a focal point, as a centre-forward, who would that be out of those three? I quite like that, mate, if I'm honest. Um... Probably be Tom Bradshaw because you know, fair enough. People say Bradshaw has had his chance, but where I think he's he's had that time out of the team. I think, like you said, that's probably what Bennett has. He has that time out where he probably thinks, right, fuck this, I want to be in the starting eleven. And I think you know, we saw last season when Bradshaw had that run when he was scoring when he was scoring goals upon goals. Um, and you know, he's got the ability. He knows he knows where the back of the net is. And like I said, with Bradshaw, I've always stuck with the fact that he's the two things he. He's better in a two. He's not a player who plays up front on his own. And number and another thing is, if you give him the service, it's easy to say that I know, but you know, there's strikers out there that you can make chances for him, and they wouldn't put it in the back of the net. But I know I'm, that Bradshaw would. I'm with you. I think I think Bradshaw gets a lot of unfair criticism. I'm just looking now as you're doing. Mm -hmm. I'm not ignoring you. What I'm doing is, I'm actually looking on Bradshaw's um, Wikipedia. And he's since 2019, according to Wikipedia, it might not be absolutely spot on. 62 games for Millwall, 11 goals. That's not the worst by any stretch. Like, and I thought, I thought he was brilliant Saturday when he came on. So curious. A lot of them might be subs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying as well. Uh, you know, I think he offers so much more than Dad Bod, and, and and I think 
I think he's been oh, given mate. some unfair criticism by our fans, Bradshaw. He's not ever going to be a Mill legend. But in the interest of what we got at a minute, especially as we've just given him a new contract, I don't think it's a bad chat. I quite like that, Keir, honestly. People, I mean, yes, mate. Arguments, for argument's sake, I'm not saying it's my opinion. Um, I love, well, this is my opinion. I love Thompson, but I worry about his distribution in that deeper role. Yeah, although yeah. he brings energy. Mark and Romeo, I'm starting to think I just don't see it with Romeo. I, because other people say he plays well, and I, I don't, and maybe I just don't see it. Yeah. And the other, the only other slight issue I might have there is with the front three. Well, maybe we don't. Maybe we don't need a central focal point. But that's Kieran's team. Love it. Um, Bobby McKenzie says, "Yeah, look, Connor said I oh, should brother though. He's sent you. Know, he's <laughs> oh, you know, son, like, he sun me off. By the way, if 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 we was doing a bench as well, uh, I know we have like was it eight nine subs now. Um, Bod Varson wouldn't be on the bench either. No. <laughs> By the way, um, today the under twenty threes lost. Just get on that just quickly, not before divide, diverting too much. Under twenty threes lost today away at Cardiff three 0 two 0 down at half time. George Alexander sent off in the first half, but we had a lot of under 18s playing. Lee Tomlin played for Cardiff. Um, Did you go then? No, it's away. But I watched it. Oh, it, it, was away, okay. it pisses me off as well with the club without getting any trouble. It was live on the Cardiff website for free. Why didn't the club just say that? So I watched yeah. the second half. We was already 2-0 down, down at 10 men. And it was pissing down in South Wales. But Junior Tienza, Hayden Muller and Tyler Berry didn't travel. They, I know for a fact they've been training with the first team this week. So be nice to see some of them involved. Right, Josephio, we're going to go into your team. You're going to talk us through it. Formation, exactly what it is. Why are the players you up? Well, I'll put it on the screen. And I'm going to have a toilet break. Stage is yours, Joseph. Right. Um, I've hell. gone for sort of back four. It could be a five, whichever way you want to look at it. Evans sort of sitting just in front of uh, Cooper and Hutch and could drop back there when uh, we haven't got the ball. Um, Malone, I think, has been brilliant. So um, I've kept him in at left back. And Romeo, don't get me wrong, I, I do like McNamara. I think he's been really good. But for whatever reason, Romeo's come back in the team last couple of games. And I've actually liked the way he's played the last couple of games. I think he's been, uh, he, he's improved a bit. So I, I'd stick with him there. And then um, the, the problem we got at the minute is we are very limited in the midfield with uh, Leonard and um, Leonard and Kifton Bell out injured. And I don't think... We'd have Mitchell Mitchell thrown straight into Starch coming back after that long term injury. So um I think it's gonna to have to be Woods and Thompson there. Yeah. And then I would have liked to I, I do like Bradshaw, but um I quite liked when uh Wallace has played uh up top um in a couple of the games. So um I've gone yeah. for that. Smith and Wallace as a front two, um and try Bennett. Just behind them, um, and I think that would just give us that extra bit of a threat up top there. Mm. So yeah, more, more reflection on that is again, I, I like it. It's something different. Malone, I love going forward, but getting we'll see Kenny's team in a minute. But I don't think he's a great defender, Malone. Um, but at the minute, if we play a flat back four, obviously it looks like Shane Ferguson's on his way out the club. So Malone's our only option. He's brilliant going forward, mm. very good. And for that reason, I said previously to when he started hitting this purple patch. I play him a lot further up the pitch. Uh, Smith, even if it's a horse fit, I'll be tempted to start Smith now. Bennett in a ten, I like, and Evans in front of that back four will be interesting to see as well. 
More of a sort of diamond. More of a diamond, yeah. Someone said, not seen a diamond for a long time. But there you go. I'm enjoying that one as well. John McKenna says, too many players in that half of the pitch, but predominantly, John, that's, I mean, it's only a, a team sheet, but that's, that is how we play. Do you know what I mean? You've gone for a flat-back four, Joe, yeah? I think I think the, the flat-back four yeah. is a way forward at home. I not, think not flat, it, more... It, it could be... I don't you're, even know. You're saying, you're saying goal out here, aren't you? Really? You're, you, uh, though some people think that's a defensive formation, but looking at that, it isn't. You, you're saying this nah. fucking up a goal, aren't you? Yeah, pretty much. I think Romeo yeah. and Malone... Um, more sort of in wing backs, and then I know I've put um, Evans just in front of uh, them two, but I don't know if I said this while you you'd gone, but he can also fall back in as sort of a free with them when we're um, on the defence. So like it. it's a very flexible, yeah. it's a very flexible formation. Yeah, you still got Woods in, Kieran. You steer this. We got no choice really at the minute. <laughs> uh, no, you got Billy Mitchell there, who is fit and ready to go. But I understand people haven't seen a lot of him. Um, so there you go. There's Joe's team. There's Kira's team. In a minute, I'm going to ask you, the, the audience, to have a little vote of who you think's best. I like this. I think me and you just got a bromance, Ken. I really like Ken's team. Let's have a look at Ken's team. <laughs> They're all good. They're all good. They're all different. But Ken's team, do you know what I love about your team, Ken? Sure. Ryan Woods isn't in it, for one. <laughs> uh, Scott Malone's very, very advanced, which I like. I don't know what Danny Max doing, but he's out, he's he's venturing a little bit further forward than a back three. But um, <laughs> I really like your team, so please talk us through it, Ken. When I put it back on the yeah. screen, if I find the graphic, sorry, mate. There. Yeah. Okay. So for for me, it's it's all about um, transition. The reason why Danny Max a little bit further up is actually because Ferguson's meant to be further up, but I messed about with it, touched it with oh, my thumb. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> um, Cooper and Hutch is always going to be our our best. Back two, although I do find Hutch a little bit shaky. Um, Ferguson, I think you can always rely on. Um, and there's another reason why I've put him in, as well as Danny Mack. I would only play Jed Wallace if Jed is playing on the right. Um, and I think you're that not, Evan... You're not Central, no? Pardon? You're not having Jed Central? Never in a million years. Never in a million years. I, I've always I've always said this. So We get the best out of Jed when he's running down the line. I, I know that he, I know that he can do a lot of sprinting around the pitch, and but you know, so could Gregory at Championship level, um, and so does Bradshaw. Um, it, it doesn't really provide anything for the team, though, in, in in my opinion. And Jed can't finish his dinner, so I'd rather have him on the right, um, providing service. Um, Thompson and Mitchell in the in the middle absolutely excites me. Um, just, sorry, just on a, just on a sip, sip, uh, just a comment from from Mike. He said Mitchell and Tomo two similar question mark. He's asking you the question. You think? Yeah, yeah, I think they are. I think they are, I think they are and in, in the right way. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I think that as well. Um, Billy Mitchell. I think it's no secret. I know him personally, but he's he's he is so. I mean, they're both so badly want to play for me all. They're completely different. So Billy Mitchell is so so much technically better than Men Thompson. It's a joke, but. That's not taking anything away from Thompson, but go on, Ken. You carry on with the you know, desire they both got to play for the club. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I think with them two in the centre mid and Evans providing the the Ryan Woods role, so to speak. I, I think that Evans yeah. is is a very good professional. Um, not interested in all this tippy tappy football. He'll do what he's got to do. Uh, uh, you'd have Keith and Bell there ideally. Um, 
Malone further up on the left, attacking and also to provide service. Jed on the right, attacking and also to provide service. So when we're attacking, the best thing about this is when we're attacking, Evans can stay behind. You've got Billy Mitchell, Ben Thompson shooting into the box. If Jed's on the right to cross the ball, Malone's coming in as well. We're filling the box with attacking players, but also when we defend, Evans can drop. Mitchell and Thompson can make themselves a nuisance. I'm in love with this formation and and this this team here. Honestly, I am. Mate, I, 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 I really like it. I really like it. Can I just point out as well, you said about Hutchinson is shaky at times. Someone else said that. I think Hutchinson is more shaky when he plays in a back three because he has to go right side, which means he has to venture up the pitch and his distribution isn't great. So I think in a flat back four... That is good. That 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 I like that. I, I don't think he'll play that if I had to be pick holes in it like I did the other two. I don't think he'll play that because I don't think he'll well well I can ninety-nine percent guarantee you put the channel on it, he won't drop woods. Um yeah. I also don't think he'll play Ferguson. Of course, Murray Wallace is that engine at the minute. I don't know again, and maybe it's me because Joe and Kieran and a lot of other people in the comments would rather see Romeo. Maybe I just don't see it with Romeo. Maybe Listen, Romeo isn't as good as he was, but maybe maybe he's still better than Danny Mac. I don't personally agree, but I like that team. There's three good teams. Yeah, I, I don't think he's better than. Um, I, I like Danny McNamara. I, I do think that he's actually better than. I do actually think he is better than Romeo on the te technical point of view. But I just think where it's only because, like I said, you, where we've won two games and Romeo came on and yeah, you yeah. ended up winning, and you can't Same. change what's you know. I think, I think if you ask. To defend Sorry, Marvel you... Romeo as well, to, to defend Romeo, Danny Max come in and he's there. You know, he hasn't had that yeah. yet, has he? Mm. Where Romeo oh, yeah. been there, done it. And I always defend Romeo when I say he's best when he's got someone after his shirt, like he's had Sean Cummings after his shirt, like he's had Connor McLaughlin after his shirt, like he's yeah. had Jason Crafty after his shirt. That's when he was the occasion. Yeah. Yeah, like if you asked me two games ago who I'd have there, I, I would have picked McNamara all day long. But yeah, I just definitely. think, I, I know you, you're saying you don't see it, but I personally think Romeo's had, had a good couple games since he's been back. Yeah, might be some, might I'm not, be me. I'm not, no, it's not you. It's, it's, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I don't hate Romeo at all. I, fuck it, I love Romeo. For, you know, he's been, for as long as I've been a Mill fan and, and pretty much for the entirety of this channel, he's been a fucking brilliant right back for the club. But he isn't as good as he was. No. Maybe that's form. I don't know. Like I your brother, like your Mara will be a big part of our mm. future going forward. Listen, it's, it's it's a lovely debate that we're sitting here having because before Romeo was shocking, completely out of form. We had no alternatives. Now we've got this lovely chat. You know, we've got both of them sitting there. Your brother rightly says, no point changing the right back with a winning <clears throat> at the minute. So on that note, um, Mac is better than Romeo any day and should never have been dropped. This is another point. What did he do to get dropped? Did he drop Romeo just to prove a point to then get him back in to, to rile him up a bit? And Ronnie Grimway says Danny's going to be brilliant in time. I don't think they're that dissimilar in age. I don't know. Stato Steve Lees might be able to help me. Yeah, McNamara has been out of us in ages. Yeah, I don't think, I think, what's Romeo? Is Romeo 24? Something like that, 20? Or might have got out I'll of find out. To be fair, with McNamara, like, I don't actually know why he got dropped in the first place, but like when he, I see Romeo come back in a couple of games ago, I thought, hold on, what's going on here? I don't know whether, wasn't there that uh, rumour that day that he, he picked up a knock? There was like three players or something, Jeds, 
Was he one of them that said they picked up slight that knocks or something? So that was so weird. No, it was... Oh, none of them got knocks, did they? Eh? I don't think any of them got knocks. <laughs> Richard Cowley, you know, who is very reliable, he's, he's, he's London News Online, he's South London Press, so he, he, he wouldn't state something that wasn't handed to him on a plate, put it that way, do you know what I mean? Ben Thompson all carrying knocks. Then Ben Thompson comes on at half time for Keith the Build. Again, little bit of luck because it was a false change as the game of his life. So I don't know whether mm. that was burnt out, whether he wanted to to drop him. I don't know. Here we go. Steve, well done, Steve. Legend. Romeo is 25. Danny Mac is 22. It's just not. Things with Danny Mac, I love him, but he looks about 15. So I thought he was younger <laughs> than he actually is. Uh, John McKenna says Danny Mac got dropped because Gary Rowett is a fool. He's a fool. Right. So, viewers, please, can we have in the in the in the votes Kenny's team, Kieran's team? Do you know what, boys? They're all they're all good sides and they're all different. I think honestly, the most likely. If I had to choose one, I'd, I'd personally go with Kenny's team. However, I don't think he will. And I think he's more than likely going to go with a mixture between the two because he's going to play three at the back. And again, for me, that's a mistake. Um, I don't think he'll do that forward line, Kieran. I, I, I like it, but I don't think he'll do it. I think he's likely to go to Smith. If he doesn't play Smith tomorrow, I can, I can see... I can see heads rolling. But I like this. Here we go. People are commenting. Um, there we go. Hang on. It's all going to be Kenny. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, uh, it's Kenny. Kenny, but they're all good. Kieran's team all day long, says Bobby. Ken's team, more players than the attacking. Oh, Joe. <laughs> he, I, I he, he has got more players or he needs more players, but it is an attacking side. Kenny. 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 Kenny, but yeah, see, agreed with that. Kenny, but risky for Gary Rowett. Kieran's team, Kenny's team, GR will play five, five, zero. <laughs> right. um, I think that's all business attended to, boys, if I'm honest, but we can carry on. I don't know if to give people the opportunity to vote for their team. We can do that if you want, but then it's sort of. Do you know, I was, I was going to say, you know, the problem with trying to pick a team now is sort of like, in your heads, you sort of I'm well. I was sort of half on half. I'm thinking, right, what players would I pick? But at the same time, you're thinking, what's yeah. Rowett gonna well, play? Well, and it's well, kind well, of a combination well, well, of both. Yeah. Joe, very well done because you just saved the show and got us another twenty minutes here with another few views. <laughs> because that is what I did actually say at the start of the show: is you all pick your side, and then you pick the side. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, Kenny's. Kenny's is a good team. I like it, but oh, you, you've incorporated in your, in your, yeah, you've incorporated what you think Rowett will do. So let's talk about this now. I'm going to involve everyone um, in the chat as well. Let everyone get involved as well. So let's start out um, what we think Rowett will do. Okay, should we do that, Steve? Oh, you absolutely. No. I know you won't mind fucking counting some votes for me. So we'll all oh, go no. through. So what do we think? Oh, excuse me. Well, <laughs> that can happen during lengthy live streams. Then, if you want that, <laughs> think Rat will do. Um, in the group chat, D 
do you think he'll go four at the back or do you think he'll go three at the back? Just put four at the back or three at the back. Boys, what do you think? I think he'll go three at the back. Ken? He'll go three at the back. Yeah, three. three standard. Three at the back. We're Bolkowski in goal, yes? That's what we know. Yeah. That's what we know it's going to be so far. Okay. So we'll let the people vote as well. What we think now between us four and the people in the chat. Okay, it's working. Steve, sorry, mate, to put out. And if you don't mind counting, that'll be brilliant. I know that's going to be a landslide anyway. So just say three at the back or four at the back. Well done, Joe, for digging me out there. Is it the right move, three at the back, boys, while, while the votes come in? Don't change your aim, you know, yeah. I'm beating in six. I, I'd stick with it. Mm. Well done, Steve. Legend. Thank you. So it's, it's obviously a landslide. It's three at the back. Okay. So we know that three at the back. Are we all in agreement that that three at the back is going to be Evans? Hutchinson and uh, Cooper. I wrote, I wrote Pierce. What I wrote Pierce? Uh, Hutch. So we, we all agree, okay, that that, that three at the back is going to be Hutchinson, Evans and Cooper. Do we all agree yeah. on that? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think we'll see Pierce in a, in a Millwall shirt again. No. I, I, think, I think he's gone. I think he's totally gone, yeah, Ken. Yeah. I think he'll work alongside Williams, though. I, 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 don't, I just don't think you – I don't even think he'll play again. The thing is with him, he looks good like to have the around the change room. rooms. When you see him yeah. come on the pitch yeah. at the end of the game the other day, he looks like really good for team spirit. But playing wise, trust, trust me, he runs that fucking he runs that dressing room. The players love him. But I'm surprised he stays that upbeat and and stuff. If he's not going to be playing though, that's the thing. He's at that age now, I guess, though, isn't he? Mm. He's coming to the end as well. Don't forget. I mean, I know he was on loan from Derby, but didn't. Did, have I got this wrong? Did Rowett make his move permanent? No, New Harris. It was Harris. Yeah, it was, Harris. Yeah. was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the thing is, um, is it, the great thing about Pierce is that he's he's all for the team. Um, I mean, you watch him. If he's getting subbed after 35 minutes, you watch him sprint off that pitch, right? And, true. And, you know, his, his, his idea is, is I'll do anything at any cost for my team to win. And if that means I've got to come off and look stupid after half an hour, then I'll do it. And yeah, I, that's, what, that's what you want. Yeah. He's, he's very much a fucking, he's for the, he's for the, the interest of the club, which is what we love. Yeah. <clears throat> now, MFC 1885 says maybe he brings in Muller with Evans in the mid, in, and put Evans in the midfield. That's the only other option at the minute with Murray Wallace out. He could put Evans into a midfield like at half time at Reading. He went four at the back, didn't he? And put Evans again. You know, he started three at the back, but he went to four at the back, which is what won us the game. And we're now at home against a team in twenty third. However, as a group, with 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 the um, with the viewers, we've agreed it's going to be three at the back. As a majority, again, we've agreed that um, it's going to be Evans, Hutchinson, and Cooper, Hayden Muller. Uh, listen, I watch a lot of the 23s, and this is why sometimes I get angry and people go, oh, again, well, what, you're racist, you don't like Marlon Romeo, you don't like Tyler Berry, it's complete bollocks. Tyler Berry is, is not a good player, trust me. I've watched him for years. Abdul Malik is okay. Nana Boateng, brilliant player. But Hayden Muller is so far and away better than the rest of the 23s. It's ridiculous. He's fucking brilliant. But, again, at the minute, he's not going to be playing. So... Um, I love, love that thought, MFC, but it's not going to happen. Um, Steve says he, he thinks he might put 
Evans in the midfield with Keith and build out. I think that, um, again, I've said this as well, boys, and this is what you just said, Ken, as well. Like, get, I mean, John McKenna said gets his paycheck. I think that's about Pierce. I think that's harsh. Get Williams and Pierce yeah, in the dugout, different ideas because you guys have said you've got the nodding dog, Adam Barrett, and you've got the fucking Mr. iPad. I don't know. You've got, he's got a bit of porn up on the iPad. I don't know what you're doing. You can't listen. You can't trust the man. I don't know Joe Carnell. He's, this is the guy I'm talking about. You can't trust the man that's walking around on a football pitch. It's all going off. Everyone's celebrating. He's walking around with an iPad. You <laughs> can oh, leave that in the dressing room. What's wrong with you? I've had too much red. Yeah, Pierce is a great captain. So we've agreed his <laughs> we've agreed his three at the back. Okay. And I think can we all agree it's gonna be yeah, uh, it's gonna be Scott Malone left wing back in this yeah. instance. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now this is the first pretty much difficult decision. Again, not what you would all do in the comments, what you think Route will do. One name. One answer. I've got pictures ready because I'm prepped. Do you think it's going to be Marlon Romeo at right back? Or do you think Gary Rowett's going to pick Danny McNamara? Not what you would do. What do you think Gary Rowett will do tomorrow? Do you think he'll go with Danny McNamara, who has a lot more to offer going forward, in my opinion? Or do you think he'll play it safe with Marlon Romeo? One name, one vote. Vote. Boys, Kenny, what do you think Rowett will yeah, go with tomorrow? I think he'll definitely go with Romeo. Kieran? Yeah. Yeah, Romeo. Joe? Romeo. And rightly so, boys? Uh, in my opinion, yeah. yeah. As, as you say, don't change that uh, winning don't, formula. Kieran, do you think rightly so? Yeah, like I said earlier, I, I think Danny is, you know, usually drop a player because you pick out faults and in the play in the other position. But I like Danny McNamara. I think he's a good player. I just think Romeo's come in. We've won a couple of games, so why change it? Mm. By the way, in the, in the comments, you're voting for what you think... what you think Rowett will do. Not who you would pick, who you think he'll pick. Ken, the O'Mara's are saying, Romeo, I think it's going to be a 2-2 draw because I will put Danny Mac straight back in. Yeah, I, I, I can't trust Romeo at all. I... I it's one of these things with we we seem to look at their effort and and watch them run about a pitch and then think that they're much better. But technically, I think Danny Max better. Defensively, I think Danny Max better. Um, I think it's tough. a little bit it's a little bit playing safe and going with what people you know think think he'll go with and what he should go what he should go with based on fan opinion. In my opinion, I think Danny Mac is far and away not just a better player at the minute, but just full of beans, full of confidence. Yeah. So we've we've gone two two in the split of what we think we'll do, but I think he'll play Romeo. Do you think he'll play Romeo, Ken? Yeah, I do, yeah, I do think he'll play Romeo. Yeah. We all agree in here, us four, that we we think he'll pick Romeo, and that's what you've got to vote for in the comments. But as a personal choice, me and Kenny would go with Danny Mac. But listen, as I said, and you boys would go Romeo. It's a nice argument to have, isn't it? Mm. Connor's oh, gone. Yeah. It's good Romeo. to have these headaches. Um, just looking through, I don't know, so I'm, I'm just giving um, Steve a chance to count, but I think it's quite... Looks like a landslide. Brian Dublay says it picks itself. Well, do you know what we we'll mm. do? We'll pick this team, what we think he'll go with, and then once he gets released tomorrow, we'll compare it yeah, in, the, in the next stream. 
Good question. I think it should, but the safer we get, I don't think it will. Funnily enough, I think if we got in this shit, I think he'd go more with that because he knows what, what it entails. Um, Steve confirms, thank you very much, Stephen, that the vote was for Marlon Romeo. So at the minute, we've got Bolkowski in goal. We've agreed as a group that it's going to be Evans, Hutchinson and Cooper as the three centre-backs with Romeo right wing-back and Malone left wing-back. Again, that's what we think Gary Rowett's going to go with. So it means two central midfielders. Thanks, so, I'll just say that. Go on, this, mate. This, this is the absolute problem, is that that last comment that just come up is, would we see Danny Mack? Would we see Mitchell and who was the other one? Mitchell Thompson and Matt would we see them in the same lineup? And the only reason we would see them in the lineup is if we were in the shit, because they could get us out of it. Yeah. And that, and that's the problem. Why, why are we not playing these players to make sure we're not in the shit? Stubbornness and belief in what in belief in it may be not be stubbornness, it may be a complete belief in in he, in his in, in what he believes is right. But you're right, yeah. no, you're right. Thank you. Do you know what I mean? It, if he went too far to shit, he'd go, well, fuck me, yeah, I'm going to have to play a mule-type players. And, but he did with Thompson for a long time. And like I said, yeah. listen, Thompson ain't the greatest player in the world, but he's got he's just mule-esque, isn't he? Yeah, I Here love we go. Marlon Romeo, back to life, back to reality. There's, of course, a play on words of Marlon Romeo's dad was in soul to soul, wasn't he? Back to... And um, someone's agreeing with you, Ken. Okay, boys, so central midfield. So let's go through our central midfielders. We've got Ryan Leonard out injured, two to three months of ankle ligaments. We've got, I don't know, I'm looking down there. I haven't got anything written down. Um, <laughs> I'm doing myself with this justice. I know all this in my head. We've got um, Billy Mitchell just come back from fitness, come on the pitch the other day. Um, maybe it could be a risk to start him. That's up for argument's sake. Um, Sean Williams apparently injured, fractured toe. <laughs> the goal he helped concede last week was suggested is not right with him. Keith and Belt injured. So let's do it. Let's do it. This way. First choice, central midfield tomorrow out of a two. Who's he picking? First choice, one name. I don't even Woods. know what. Woods. All day long. <laughs> <Woods. laughs> you know that. He is Woods. Um, it's like we're all stuck. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. He is Woods. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> I've got who now, mate? I'm back on the market. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Right. I think we can all agree, and it's a landslide already. Um, and I'd agree with this. I don't want my judgment to be shadowed, obviously, for obvious reasons, but yes, he did. Stop playing with yourself. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. So we Alan all said agree. that if Williams is injured, could he not I don't... put George Evans in centre midfield? And could he put Pierce in, maybe? That's what I think. Give that option, but he, he's not going to do that. I don't think he'll uh, do I'll, that. <laughs> um, the I first central midfielder is Woods, or as Steve, Steve Lees likes to call him, Ginger T Rex arms. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Woods is going in central midfield. Again, this is what we think Gary Rowett will pick. So there's another central midfield place up for grabs. Like Kieran correctly says, Evans is now at the equation because he's in the back three. I'm going to start doing this on my phone so I can put it on the screen. Um, so available central midfielders. Thompson, is that it? Ben Thompson. I don't know Sean Mitchell. Williams' fit. And Billy Mitchell. Now, what do you think? Who do you think he'll partner Woods with tomorrow? In the centre of the field. Thompson. 
Thompson. I think it's too soon for Billy Mitchell to start, and we don't really know what's happening with Sean Williams. So I think we're only down to one one choice for Thompson, really. I think we're very limited in that area. You know what? Go on, carry on. He could stick Bennett in with him. Or he could. Didn't didn't Jed almost play as a central midfielder? When he came on the Paddy? It was the same as Bennett. They were sort of a lot Mm. further forward, but they were more like a cam, weren't they? I think that would be desperation, though. To put if yeah. he's got Thompson there, he's yeah, he's got think... to. He'd he'd, he'd play Billy Mitchell's and doing that, like you know. Yeah, I don't think. I I I think I'm only going to say I think that he doesn't really rate Thompson, and I think that he doesn't want to play Thompson deep for the reasons that I said. I don't think he minds playing Thompson further up to cause that upset. Um, Michael Eastman's going for Bob Varson in the central midfield role. But, um, <laughs> Wait, that would not surprise me. He'll find any way to get him in the starting lineup. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you know what? Do you remember this as well, by the way? I mean, rolling back the years a bit, Steve oh, Morrison yeah. says, didn't, do you remember that when he said, yeah, Fergie can I play? I remember that. Yeah, Dave Turner says it as well. Did, didn't Experience. we? I'm sure we see him once or twice play cent- central midfield. And oh, I can't remember. Right. I, don't, I don't think he did, Joe. Nah. No, I'm I sure he, I, I see it. I think he did. Yeah. Didn't he get sent off playing there in one game? Can't remember. But yeah, know. Shane Ferguson. But a few, few people were saying um, Shane Ferguson can. Yeah, but like I said, but I think... Two won the derby, by the way. That's not good for us, boys. Fuck me. Um, right, so I think... Okay, so, what, so the vote is, I think... Mm. Personally, I think he might put Pierce in and put Evans in the midfield. That's but that's, just, yeah, that's just, yeah. null and void now. That's null and void because because of the votes, the way it's gone, this is a democracy. I, it's only because <laughs> I've realised, literally, <laughs> until I've realised Evans can play there, I thought, oh, he might chuck Pierce in. I think he should start Billy Mitchell. I don't think he'll start Thompson. I think if he can get an injection in Williams's toe, although he shouldn't, he'll start him. But available from what we've got left, which is pretty much now Williams or Thompson or Williams Thompson or Mitchell. I don't even know if Williams is fit. That's the problem. Let's say Thompson. I think Thompson's got the vote as well. Yeah, I would say Thompson just because I'd love to see Thompson and Mitchell together. But if you've only got that one spot available, you're going to have to go with a guy that's definitely. Fit for ninety minutes, you know. You can't just chuck Mitchell in for. I'd rather you'd rather keep Thompson sixty minutes and then stick Mitchell on for for half hour, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Right, okay. So we've got Bolkowski in goal, three centre backs: Evans, Hutchinson, Cooper, Romeo, right wing back, Malone, left wing back, Woods and Thompson, central midfield. Now we've got to put a number ten in, or do we go three up front? Three up front. Uh, I think a 10 he's going to do because that's what we've been playing. Yeah. I, I think he'll pick that. Te- to be fair, I, I think he'll pretty much go for a similar formation Same, to what yeah. out there. The 10 and then the two. Yeah, I think so yeah. as well. We're agreeing he's going to go with a 10. Jed. Who do we think is going to be in that 10? Who do you think Gary Rowett will put in that 10? Have a think. Um, he can vote. People start voting Bennett, in the comments. You've got, you've got as options, as options, you've got Jed, you've got Bennett, you've got Bavard. You could say Bradshaw. You've no, Bradshaw. I, I think he'll do 
Bennett because he'd done, he'd done a similar thing to Blackburn at home last season. He played Bennett in a 10. Yeah, I think Bennett's come off the bench. I think Bennett's proved his worth and rightly so should play in a 10 tomorrow. So I'm going to say Bennett. Bennett, yeah. Yeah. yeah we all agree? Yeah, Again, yeah. please vote what you think Gary Rowett will do, not what you would personally yeah. do. It looks like Bennett... Um, Joe Holloway, I like this guy. He, he speaks sense, but he's gone for a different way around things. I reckon it'll be Bennett on the left, Bradshaw or Bod Striker, and then Wallace on the right. <sighs> Backlash, boys, if that happens tomorrow, and he don't start, he's got to start Smith. Imagine no, he he, no, 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 he he, he will start. Uh, Bod you know, Bod Varson's got to get away I, in there, no matter mate. what. It's like, I'll, I'll look at the thing, and do you know the Ricky Gervais? I see Bod Varson. Oh, <laughs> um, G. Rowett like, builds his team around Bod Varson, mate. <laughs> it's like I would love to see what this geezer does in training, like because honestly, like he walks I, around I, training like that. Yes, he's <laughs> a clown, mate. He's you know what? Like, I don't like to hammer players. Well, I do, but what he is. When he signed for us, we signed this Icelandic striker. And who should all the clap? I thought <laughs> we were going to be airy, skinhead, big fucker, like up for it. He couldn't be any further from what you'd picture an angry oh, Icelandic. Do you, do you remember we went, we went, we, you come with us, we went to Oxford, away Oxford, in, the, uh, in the thing, and he looked all right then. Yeah, he looked decent. Yeah, against yeah, what, what League One or were they League yeah. Two at the time? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, true. But the thing is with Bavarsen, right, I, I sometimes hate giving him stick because I'm sure deep down he's personally a really nice fella, but he, he just ain't good for us, man. And Don't just... care. Don't care, man. <laughs> it, it frustrates me when I see him on the pitch. Mate, he plays He plays a lovely tune on the guitar, apparently, Bavarsen. That's what but I'm anyway. saying. On social media, he looks all right, guy. <laughs> Mate, yeah, but like, listen, I'm with Kieran. I, I've got no, I've got loyalty. Listen, the fans are forever. I've got no loyalty to really to players and fucking managers. I don't give a yeah. fucking nice day. I want fucking results. <laughs> yeah, no, but the thing is, yeah, it's not like we want these players. Like, I don't sit there and fucking want Bod Varsen to foul. <laughs> I want him to do good. Yeah, exactly. I watch him and it's like, I remember I was like, damn girlfriend's ass and he's he just done something. I ended up just going, oh. right. <laughs> I put my head in my hands. I thought, because she was like, I asked her a question. I went, Oh, see if you can name me one Millwall player. She went, yeah, um, Bod Vars. And I went, how do you know that one? She goes, because all you do is coat him off. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, there you go. The answer's there. It's true right. what Kieran says, though. I'd love him to turn around and score two goals tomorrow. Then I'd be like, I'll raise my hands up. I've said that. I'm sorry. And <laughs> then I he, can, then he can legitimately do that, can't he? He can legitimately give it one of them to the fans. Yeah. Right. But so let's have a talk so far. We'll be all with this. We've got, as a group, as as the boys in the uh, in the chat and in the um, in the comments, we've decided that it's going to be Bolkowski and goal. We think this is the team we think Rout will go with as a group. Bolkowski and goal. Cooper, Hutchinson, Evans, three centre backs. Romeo, Malone, bombing on from wing backs with Woods and Thompson <laughs> in the centre midfield and Bennett in a ten. Now we move on to the strikers. Okay. That boy. Um, Graham White just throws one in there and just says, buy one bod, get one free. <laughs> this is harsh, right? But at the same time, he just looks like he's just 
nothing there, doesn't he? He looks like he hasn't got a, like, any go in him, which I think is um, a reflection on his, on his game, not just his personality. Right. People are already putting in the comments. Yeah, I think that's true. So, so don't, put, don't put two people. Put, so we've got two strikers available. Who is the first choice striker of the two strikers available? We'll bend it in behind in a 10. Who is the first choice striker tomorrow, boys? Put oh, one name in the comments. One Bud name Varsen. in the comments. Who you think Gary Rout will pick, Ken? Bud Varsen. <laughs> I fucking agree. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> All day long, mate. You do know it's going to happen. He's going to score that trick. And I just want to see Kieran's face that he does it. <laughs> I love him to. I would love him to. I know. I know. Like, but pigs may fly. Mate, yeah. We can all dream. So, are we all saying, so I'm just uploading some graphics. So I think personally, Gary Rowett will pick Bud Barton as his first choice, choice yeah. striker of two. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Are we all agreeing on that, boys? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Let's see what they're saying in the comments. I'm going to put it up on a screen quickly, if I can. Sorry, it's difficult to do all the fucking talking, all the graphics. Get the violins out. Hang on. <laughs> One man army. Is there somewhere? No, that's that. That's that. That's that. Is that that? I think this is it. Well, I think I've got it on the screen coming up. So this is what we've agreed with so far. That's not what we've agreed with so far. Ignore that. So who's the first choice striker tomorrow that he picks of the of the two strikers? I think he picks Budvarsson as yeah. the sec the main striker with Bennett in behind in the ten. I am still trying to find. I do apologise. The um, how horrendous does that sound? <laughs> I know. You just know it's going to fucking happen. Budvarsson will be the first striker on the team sheet. <laughs> him, him along with Woods are the first two names on the team sheet they are that's the fucking worrying thing <laughs> that's the worrying thing I, I remember seeing an interview the other week right and Gary Wright come out and he was one of the worst players on the pitch he goes and special credit to John up front today I thought he was uh, he led the line <laughs> excellent and you know in transition he was very good with his passing I thought <laughs> what are you seeing here mate that's a really, right. good, really good impression, to be fair. Right, I actually thought Gary Rout was behind me then. <laughs> the old man loves it. Goes, now, Kieran, you got to get on there and show Daniel impression. <laughs> there you go, Pete. There you go, Pete. He loves an impression. Right. Yeah. So, what we sound like? Have a look at the comments. Yeah, people are loving the impression. Oh, you got to do it again, Kieran. Yeah, do it a bit more. Um. <laughs> I just thought that, you know, maybe we imposed ourselves a bit better on the game. Um, when 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 Muzz has picked up the ball, he's put a great ball into Smudge. And I just thought that maybe we had them extra couple of chances, but we've done what we had to do. We've done what we had to do. Um, and yeah, I just thought that sometimes we was lacking in that midfield area. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's bang on, mate. It's fine. Right. Yeah, no, you did go Sean Dyche at halfway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's risky. It's a, it's a gravelly time, isn't it? This is a risky one. But that yeah. was very, very good. Right. Okay. So we're on the Vartan. Okay. So who's the second striker going to be tomorrow? Is, I don't think Ken's a horse fit. So is it going to be 
basically, is it going to be Bradshaw or is it going to be Smith? What do you think Gary Rowett's going to go with in the comments? You've also got Wallace there. We ain't got him in yet. Wallace, yeah. Oh, fuck me. We haven't got him in. No, yeah, no. Jed Wallace will be there. So is it Jed Wallace or is it going to be Matt Smith that starts tomorrow? Jed. Um, I honestly don't know with this one. Oh, this is tough. I'll tell you what. In the comments, do you think with his last position in the team, it's going to be Jed, Smith or Bradshaw? He surely... No, he can't... I was going to say, I honestly don't know. He can't play Bradshaw and Bedvarsen and Lee, but he has played them too, hasn't he? Did you know what? I think last time they played together, they didn't actually play that badly. I think we were so bad at that point that anything looked better than what we was doing. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, this last one, I, I can't call this. Like, I, don't uh, know I, think, no, I think it. I think it will be Jed because Jed's been Jed. all right that last couple of games. I think Jed or Smith. I, I wouldn't rule out him putting Smith in there. Because Jed, you good. think Jed Jed ain't started the last few games, has he? He hasn't. Right. Few... Now we're playing. Now we're playing like a low, a lower side as well. So will he give yeah. Jed that extra rest? And oh, you said it earlier, Joe. Was it you <clears> saying? You know, he'll start off a team and have the luxury of. I think it might be Connor actually bring Jed on if need be. I think he. Yeah. Know. I don't know. It's looking like Jed. It's looking yeah, like Jed. He, I, I think he won't drop Jed. I don't think. No. I not put Jed up front. What do you mean he won't drop Jed, Key? He ain't. He ain't started the last two. Who, Jed? Yeah. Yeah, but it's because he's been carrying an injury, isn't it? I think well, he, well, I, don't know. I don't know. Do you know what? Here's oh, a, 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 a little bit of a whisper as well. Here's a little bit of a whisper that I do know for a fact. I know that Jed likes playing likes playing with Bavarsen because they used to play <laughs> together, didn't they? They were together at Wolves. Ah. And, I'm, and I know they like. I know Jed likes playing with Bavarsen. Fucking Jesus! How though? <laughs> 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 Oh, Wait, there yeah, was literally mate. one point the other day that frustrated me so much with him, right? I think Kenza Hall's got the ball like down the wing somewhere, and Bavarsen's standing on Zahor's toes what while he's got the ball. He didn't move no, like I, 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 I was I, I, like, what is he doing? He Zahor's got the ball and he's standing right next to him. I'll so tell you one thing though, right? Him. I will tell you one thing that I think someone put on Twitter and I had to retweet because it was quality. Because if someone misses it, say if like Max Smith missed a truck. Ah, oh, fuck's sake. If Bod Vars missed it, go, for fuck's sake, it's shit. Yeah, but that, that's football, though, isn't it? That, that's the way it is. When someone's missed so many chances, you can't odds that. We're always going to be like that. I think he gets a little bit of um, unfair fucking criticism. He isn't I great, but he isn't. No. I don't. <laughs> I, don't. <laughs> I don't think he's the, the no, scapegoat that everyone insists he is. Right, okay, so we voted... Um, We've been enjoying a few beers, boys, and fuck it, why not? It's lockdown. So uh, the, the votes have gone to shit, but I can tell you that judging by what we said as, as, as a four and what the viewers have contributed, that this is the team that we think Gary Rowett is going to go with tomorrow. Again, it's not the team that we'd pick, but this is what we think Gary Rowett is going to go. So I know it's going to get to fucking 6 p.m. tomorrow, and it's going to go, here he is today, start at 11, and you're going to see Bavarsen in it. That's what we think as a group, yeah. yeah, as a democracy in the Lions TV group, that what we think tomorrow's team will be. Bolkowski in goal, Cooper, Hutchinson, Evans, three centre-backs, Romeo, right wing-back, Scott Malone, left wing-back, two central midfielders, the pairing oh. of Ben Thompson and Ryan Woods, with Bennett in a 10, 
Jed and John. Danny Mavarsson as a striker. Obviously, Bennett will join in, probably shift a little bit left. Jed will probably shift a little bit right. And Mavarsson will be that central striker. Can we win the game with that? And will there be a severe backlash if Matt Smith starts? I'll ask all three of that question. I don't mind who starts. Be if Barson starts, or <laughs> pardon? Did you mean? Do you mean severe backlash if Bod Varson starts? I mean, if Smith if Smith doesn't start after. Oh after... yeah, no, oh, I get what you mean. Now I get what you mean. Right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so if Bod yeah. starts or anyone starts over Smith, not just Bod that's what we've agreed as a group, which we think he'll go with tomorrow. Mm. I'm going to be very interested to see now tomorrow night at six o'clock. Don't forget. It's a 7 p.m. kickoff. I'll be live streaming from 6.30 tomorrow for the 7 p.m. kickoff. I'll, I think we're nearly there. I'm just not sure if he'll play Thompson. I think he personally, personally, I know we've all voted this as a group. I personally think that will be the team, but I think he'll put Evans in midfield and put Pierce in the back three, which I think will be a massive mistake, but I think he'll do it. Boys, what do we think? Do we think we can I think- First off, do we think we can win the game with that team? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah, you think the thing with Rowett, right? That there's been a few games where, especially the last few, where you look at the starting lineup and you think, "What the hell is that?" Like, yeah, a lot of his starting lineups I ain't agreed with in the slightest. And there's a lot of, ch- but we've actually ended up playing all right and getting something out of the game, even with Bodvarsson up top. So it, it, that's still yeah. we can still win it with that side, in my opinion. We, we yeah. can win it. There's only there's only one person on that pitch that can score a goal. So Bennett's, Bennett scored granted, but very rarely scores. Bavarsen rarely scores. Jed can't finish his dinner. Thompson scored a, a freak goal the other day. Woods can't, won't shoot, can't shoot. Um, <laughs> Romeo can't shoot, won't shoot. Cooper and Hutchinson haven't scored from a set piece for ages. Evans That's true. And Malone is the only person that looks like scoring a goal. So... We're only going to win if Malone goes on another Gascoigne run. And um... <laughs> do you know what? As funny as all that, as comical of you as you said all that, you are absolutely spot on. There's no goals on that pitch, is there? Really? No. no. But you, really. you say that right. I've said that the last few games. I've said I can't see where we're going to score. There's no goals in that, and then we end up scoring four against Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, yeah but that was from the championship. Yeah, but still, I, I didn't. Even if with that team on the subs, like last ten games, I ain't seen us scoring, and we still, we still done it. So I don't know. It's 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 very tough to tell at the minute with us. I, I honestly believe what's more criminal than having Bod Varson in the team is Jed playing up front. Yeah, you're not I, having I, I, what, what I will say is, though, I, I know we're. Oh, hang on, sorry. I know we're putting it like this at the minute. But it will almost be Bennett joining in left, I think, with Jed yeah, going probably. and Bavars and Central. So Jed will be up up there more. I mean, look, he's like a fucking... Do you know what he's like? He's like a wasp trapping your car in the summer, Jed, isn't he? And Ben Thompson's similar. They're fucking like that, and they can't get out the window, oh. and they just buzzing. So I know <laughs> you're saying, Jed, you, you think he's better on the right. I, I prefer him, Central. I think he, he offers more, and I think he's the only one that can dictate play if he's on song, <laughs> which isn't always the fucking case. Do you know what? I'd agree with Ken before if you asked me like a few games back. I think Jed Striker, but when uh, some of the games recently he played up top, <laughs> didn't he, in the front two? And I, th- I think he actually looked all right. So 
think yeah. I might not go with it again. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. This is I a really good point. This is a really good point. Sorry from 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 Mad Mike, whose name's real name is Chris. I've got him now. I know he is. Um, second half will tell again. And listen, it is it has been a game of two halves recently, and, and we've all mm. criticised that in a way today. Going, why don't we go and win the game on a front foot? As long as you win a game over ninety minutes or get a result, it doesn't really matter whether it happens in the first or the second. But going back to what we all said earlier, I think it does reiterate the fact. We've got a lot of impact players and not enough starting players. Would you agree, boys? Yeah, that's yeah. what I've said. Yeah. Steve Lees makes a good point. He said, one last thing. What's your thoughts on maybe making Keith the captain to drive it all from midfield? I'll leave it out. Do you not think? Well, Keith and Bell, isn't. Do you not think so? I mean, look, it'd be hard no, to no, say. Listen, maybe in the future. If he's been at the club for a long yeah. time, then yeah, it, but... Listen, I know it sounds stupid, right? But I'd rather have flipping Ben Thompson as a captain than put someone like Keith. I know Keith DeBell's done it there. He's been there at Birmingham. But, you know, like Pierce, Pierce has come and he's a natural leader. He's took it by storm and, you know, look what he's done. But I feel like, you know... Yeah, he's a captain, Pierce, but he's not a very good player. That's the thing. No, nah, but I think... Captain, he can't even get in the side, which by default throws it to Hutchinson, doesn't it? I, I do think, like, what is Hutchinson... I always think, like, <coughs> what must Hutchinson be like as a leader? Because he comes and goes as a captain. And, like, he's a good player. But has he got that leadership about him? Has he got that thing like Pierce has got where he's vocal on the pitch? And, you know... Yeah, good question, that's true. Good question. I don't think he's not that like, vocal on the pitch. Yeah, well, he don't see it. Yeah, he, he, or, you, or you can just do what Ian Holloway done and make Sid Nelson captain after five games. <laughs> what a calamity that was. Steve Morrison's shitting on your boys' parade. He says Harris gave Pierce the armband seven weeks after signing him. Yeah, but it's because Pierce. Yeah, the difference between it. seven weeks, Kifton Bell's been here like two weeks. Pierce, Come on. Pierce has been the captain. He was the captain at Reading. He was at Derby. He was the captain at Derby. He um he went to Bristol City on loan for three months, and after two months of being there, he was made captain. Like he's, yeah, look, so, so this 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 conversation. Sorry, Kieran. It's a conversation we're having here now. <clears throat> Who should be captain? Hutchinson gives his all on the pitch, but I don't feel I don't I think he's quite a quiet character around the dressing room. Again, we can only see what we see on the pitch, but there's so much more to not just the footballers and, and their and, and their ways around the dressing room. Um he's not vocal enough. I was enough, gonna say he, the same with Cooper. Captain. Who who so yeah. if we get to have a skipper? So this we can pretty much rule out now, can't we? We can rule out. Pierce, because as, as Kenny said, he's done that. He's not really going to play. So, if you had to pick a skipper, boys, would you stick with Hutch or would you switch it to someone else? Bob Varson. <laughs> I, I, I'd stick with Hutch, to be honest. Mm. I, I can't, even though we say he ain't that vocal, I, I can't really see who else he'd give it to unless he gives it to the keeper. How many captain keepers do you get these days? I don't know. Just do you know what? He's not really a big influence even. Bar. He's a good keeper, but he's not He's not vocal, I don't think. Yeah. Man, says or Malone. I'll tell you what, listen, this That's is a tricky one. Quite a good thing. It's a good question. It's one we've never, ever fucking... Yeah, maybe, yeah. Jed seems quite vocal. Your brother says, "Why not give Jed the armband?" Like you see in the games that you see in the things at full time as well, and you always see Jed in amongst like the videos and stuff. Like he seems like very vocal. Seems like he's got a lot of banter about him, like and his interviews and stuff. So maybe I don't know. That's he true. Could, 
He's got potential. A, a, massive, a massive mixed bag here. Your old man, Ken, is in. He says, Bart. <clears throat> um, Cooper mm. leads by example. I think not always vocally, but what you achieve. The fact that we've got these players who are really, really right, and it, it upsets me to say it. They drop like flies, these Mahoney's of this world, the fucking... Um, Bennett's this world. Cooper dislocated his shoulder and wants to play on. He does lead by example. Do you know what I mean? Do you know um, what? No, we we don't have this. We don't, we don't have this anymore. You know, if you look back at our, our recent captains or past captains, you know, you can... Tony Craig, good example. Tony Craig, he was very vocal, very physical. We don't actually have that um, on the pitch anymore. No, we um, don't. I'll, no. I'll tell you one person that you could turn around and say that they really riled a team up, you know, and you know, they tackle the player. Yeah, Robbo, you know, tackling the players and then they're getting up, they're celebrating. We don't have any of that. The last person we had probably was Morrison. Um, you know, Morrison was a good captain, to be fair. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know what? If you, someone had said that to me a year ago, I'd have said, you're off your fucking tits, Steve Morrison. But now... <laughs> But I don't think he's that vocal, is he? Yeah, I was just going to say that. He he uh, looks like he doesn't seem the sort of character that... He, he he's not a leader for me, Ryan Lennon. Oh, no, he, he oh. is. Without, without saying too much, he is, he's like, he's definitely an influence in his dressing room and stuff. Uh, but like you just said, Ken and Michael Heisman agrees, we need a Paul Robinson-type player. And I think that's what we've got in the Hutchinson mould. I think Cooper's a great shout because <laughs> I, I think Cooper's probably one of our best players. What about people saying um, Jed for... I mean, look, it just proves that it's nothing, there's no nailed-on solution because there's so many opinions. Um, Personally, uh, I don't think you can look further than uh, Hutch at the minute. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. But you know what Steve Lee said? You know, maybe next season, something like that, maybe that Keith and Bell could be the player that... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Bollock yeah. and Bite is the vocal. Not, but not right now. Not right now. Steve Lee's constantly going in on Brian Woods. Uh, I mean, look, Williams, you know, he is, he is aging now, Williams, maybe a couple of years ago, but as much as I love him and people don't listen to what I say in the fucking videos, he is done there. I do understand that, but he's been brilliant for us. But it's an interesting, it's a, it's a very good question to have, isn't it? And do you know what? Yeah. No, no one's meant, not one person, in the, by the way, as much as we say he's a Millwall player, not one person's mentioned Ben Thompson in that in that argument once. I said I, I said Ben Thompson. I, I said at the start. I said oh, Ben I Thompson. Sorry, so, I didn't hear. Sorry. Yeah, I said Ben Thompson. You know, I said uh, you know where he's been at our club at a while. Like I said, it's not like Sid Nelson walking in after five games. He's been in mm. our club for a while now, and um, but he, like I said, it depends how confident he is in taking on that role. Yeah. The problem is, is he going to be a solid sorry, starter? Boys, sorry, before I, before I forget it, to change the argument and look at it from a different angle, are we lacking the leader? The fact that some people are saying Evans and some some people are saying Keefton build for captain. Yeah. So are we lacking the leader in this sense? I, I think we are lacking the leader in the sense that we've got to keep Pierce just to keep him in the dressing room. <laughs> just yeah. to yeah. keep him as a yeah. uh, captain. That obviously goes to show that we are lacking a leader if you actually look, sit back and look at it because we're going, oh no, we should keep Pierce in the random dressing room. Well, yeah, obviously shows yeah. you need a leader, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, Thompson, true. I mean, Tom, I mean, Thompson. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say, but Thompson was on his way out of the club. And, uh, you know, he was, and and Rowett had to change his mind on him. So, like Joe rightly says, I don't think for as long as Rowett's the manager, Thompson's got a real big future. Um, depends what Keith's English is like. That is, I suppose, that's an argument all in itself, but. Um, Right, boys, two hours and five minutes. I very much wow. enjoyed it. 
but I need a piss and I won't, I'm a little bit drunk. So <laughs> I'm going to go and have some sweet sour chicken, Uncle Ben style. Let's finish with tomorrow predictions. Start with you, Ken. We'll go top to bottom. I'm going for a Millwall four, Birmingham City one. Fuck it. And hang on. Hang on. <laughs> you just said it's no Oh, no, mind you. you said no, <laughs> no, you're right. You said there's no goals in the team that we picked together. Yeah. But you didn't pick that team personally. So who's going to get the four? Matt Smith, that trick. Oh, fucking hell. That Cocodamol's kicking in. This is if Matt Smith started. I'll go Matt Smith, that um, trick, and Dad Bod to get the other. And do you know what I reckon? Go one nil down before we kick on. As fucking standard, mate, isn't it? So you're saying four one, Matt Smith hat trick. Yep. Have you got money on that as well, by the way? Because you said earlier, didn't you, about double it? (laughs) (laughs) Your missus is listening. Don't say how much you got on it. Uh, Joe? Uh, Do you know what? I said in my pre match prediction, I think this is going to be one of them. We get a bit carried away and we'll get a kick back down to earth. Um, But saying that, I'm going to go with one all. And um, I'm going to say Bradshaw to get a goal coming off the bench. Mm. I think he's I think he's pressing for a start, Bradshaw. But I've covered that. Kieran, what are you saying tomorrow, mate? Same as Joe, one all. Um, I think, like I said, we'll all get excited, and then uh, I think just before half time, uh, and the first goal scorer for Birmingham, my man Scott Hogan. Uh, I think it'll be one nil Birmingham. Second half, I think, and I think Mason Bennett's going to equalise. I think we'll finish one all. I think what it'll be a proper style, mate. What do you think Gary Rowett's post-match analysis will be of that? <laughs> I thought that we didn't impose ourselves on the game. Um, <laughs> you know, we just, I think we lack that spark sometimes. You know, with Lenny. Well, we won't even be playing, so I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I thought the time I offered us something completely different in areas when we brought him on. Uh, that's, 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 been, that's been my hidden party trick for a while. Fucking hell! <laughs> Oi, you you got a seat next week on a show. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> you know it's that yeah, it's because I've I've got all the <clears throat> do you know like all the staff training stuff. I've got the whole lot from the um, dad. My dad laughs because I come in and I'm all kitted out of this milky and I go, oh yeah, you know, and he sits there and goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so good. it's so good. Five nil. What's the bag to reverse? Bavasa, the perfect actor. You've been on a code cold and we can all dream. Bit more than that, I think. <laughs> Harry Lavelle Baker's going for a two-one wall win. Bradshaw and Hutch. Um, Connor believes in Mystic Kenny. Remember, you used Mystic Ken. The first ever prediction you did on the channel. You predicted Millwall three, Everton two in the FA Cup. Ain't got yeah, fucking no one right. I haven't got one right since. Yeah, you couldn't make it up. <laughs> Could not make it up. Steve, uh, listen, I hope it fucking isn't. People are loving your thing, Kieran. We might have to get you to do an actual video. That's (laughs) Steve McLaren as well, Connor's just pointed out. (laughs) Do your Steve McLaren. No, 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 let's not not ruin it. Let's keep it with... um... That's what I'm saying. I said I'm not going to keep it where it is. Um, Keep your reputation in Steve Lee's going for 3-0. Bennett, Smith, Cooper, a nice array of players. MFC ain't <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys, it's been brilliant. Thanks for everyone for tuning in. Um, Jenny Boy and Smith for a 2 1 win. It's a confident bunch, and I think we'll get the job done tomorrow. I hope I'm right. I'll be live streaming from half past six. 
I'll be speaking to Kieran for a post-match analysis, Gary Rowett style, that's <laughs> all past nine. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Please subscribe to Lions TV. Boys, stay on the line. I'll talk to you after. Love it. Lions. Lions. That's our new Lions. Lions. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 